0: Hey everybody, this episode of Star Trek The Next Conversation is brought to you by... That's right, the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Hollywood, California. At Hollywood and Highland, the crossroads of entertainment. You're looking for entertainment. You're at the crossroads of entertainment. What better place to experience entertainment than at the Ripley's Believe It or Not Auditorium in Hollywood, California. Oh, it is just an odd auditorium of delights. You could see so many wonderful things there uh you know luke skywalker's lightsaber one time was in their inventory andy it was beautiful i just don't know if the the question was do you do you believe that this is luke's lightsaber or not like what is that what they were trying to do uh <laughs> oh no i i think it's believe it or not we got luke's <laughs> lightsaber <laughs> uh there's many things just like that over there and if you want to experience all the fun uh for two for one that's a bogo offer just head over there after 5.30 p.m. Tell them you listen to this podcast. You'll get two people in for only $20. If you can find better entertainment for a cheaper value, then quite frankly, you're wrong. So head over to Ripley's. Tell them Matt and Andy sent you. Buy one, get one. After 5.30, $20 and an evening of memories that will last a lifetime. Here's the show. everybody, welcome to Star Trek, the next conversation, the galaxy's premiere podcast for all things Star Trek The Next Generation, Season 4, Episode 17. This is Matt. This is Andy. Oh, it is some night terrors tonight, guys. Don't worry, we're here to guide you through it. Turns out, apparently, uh, no sleep. Well... Till Brooklyn? Incorrect. Uh, apparently, uh, if you sleep, but you don't dream, you go cuckoo. Yeah. is Do you think that was based on any...
1: Information.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm sure that is know. true. Look, I think all science fiction is based on some science fact. Right. So, so I like would hope that it's the, the same said, over there.
1: I couldn't sleep, and uh, I
0: felt like I was going crazy. That's enough. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You're just thinking of last week when Hurley was back in the office. Oh, yeah.
1: No sleep until we break this story. We're not
0: breaking it until Geordie fucks the computers. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to get in there since day one. <laughs> Um, yeah, so night terrors should everyone watch it? I don't know, it's up to you, whatever. um with that out of the way <laughs> that,
1: that <laughs> definitive eh, whatever you want to do uh, look uh, you don't, you, <laughs> don't ha- I, you don't have to watch it because we're gonna talk about it. Matt and I are under uh under a lot of uh, pressure uh at work and in our personal lives, but uh the one glimmer of light is us
0: doing this podcast together that's giving me yeah. a, I mean a that's look. like I mean <laughs> it's kind of an exaggeration when he says glimmer uh, a, a bright shining light one the commitment uh contract we signed up for sure. with the only the audience yeah. and uh <laughs> this is longer than any sports contract, that's for sure. Sometime, we just didn't Somehow we felt the need to continue yeah. to deliver these episodes for no advertisers. Um Except for Ripley's Sure. Thank Believe you, it, Ripley's or not.
1: Um, but I had uh, some news, which I'm assuming you, you know about at this point. Maybe you don't. Maybe <laughs> that's the degree with which you're disconnected from our social media. <laughs> what? What's the news? Um, uh, as everyone who's a as a follower of the podcast uh, knows about me, I'm a stickler for uh, the chronology of the Instagram and uh, where we uh, and to, to and it has aggravated many of our of the followers of the Instagram and people on our face group. And fans, and I've just held fast to my obsessive need to stay to the chronology and not jump episodes. It's weird that you'll
0: skip weeks of that, but you force us to do the podcast every week.
1: What do you mean? (laughs) How far behind was the Instagram? Uh, Let's see. I think the last one was uh, August. Okay, but even before... Oh, before that. Episode-wise. Episode episode two. uh, Or three. You're shitting me. Yeah. No. Episode two or three. I've done nothing. That's so bananas. Yeah. Um, And to the degree where Matt, uh, you know, some might argue reasonably, some might argue uh, muscling me, uh, said we have to make some kind of agreement on this at the point you will give me, or at least share the keys to the Instagram with me. And so uh, I put a counter on the Patreon page, mm-hmm. which, um, let's see where it is right now, um, was, uh, was I thought it was a safe number I was setting of 500 because it was inconceivable to me that we'd ever have 500 patrons patrons in there. And it is now at 463, which by the oh, rate of growth... Come on, guys. Uh,
0: 37 of you left to help no, me take No, don't reigns. listen
1: to him. So what I'm saying is uh, that gives me, by my guesstimation maybe 20 days
0: to do that's very generous i feel like we have got the people who are going to come on over and uh might take much longer than 20 days i don't think to get another 40 people in here
1: i mean it's maybe 25 but uh we're not it's not definitely not going to be outside of a of a month and a couple of days
0: based on how many people join because it's at least one or two a day (laughs) Uh, one or two people choose to support this podcast by getting more podcasts. What are you saying? I'm saying, that's great. Thank you for oh, supporting Oh, it's us. wonderful.
1: Um, anyway, my main point is this, Matt. Yeah. In the next twenty twenty five, 25, however long it takes for me to finish it before that counter hits 500, uh-huh. I have decided uh-huh. I'm going to get the Instagram up to date. <laughs> I'm going to post something, at least one thing for every episode which
0: I believe so you only have like 78 things left to post 91 91 things left to post everybody yes and maybe a do little do bit it? less probably now. not
1: um, so there you go uh, so the uh, so there is a uh, there's a post in the face group put up by the uh, the honorable uh, and talented Josh bald um, talking about this basically if you have anything that, uh, that you have posted in the past. You may have sent it to us through sdtncpod at gmail.com. Um, I'm not known for my organization. We all know that. So I, it's hard for me to try and find all this stuff. So go to the, the post, Josh Bald's post in Facebook. I think uh, send him through Facebook your email and he will give you access to this Google Drive that is broken down by episode. And I'm pretty much good through the first season. And then I have uh, seasons two, three, and four. And I got nothing. So uh, so I guess I'm saying, uh, you know, help me out. Now, now uh, I, I will admit many people on the face group. Uh, this is really the face group portion, but I'm not playing the thing because uh, we're limited on time. Um, Mike Feeney on the Face Group says, uh, do not bail Andy out. Let's watch the world burn. I, you know what? Kind of on board. I gotta say, I respect this perspective. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I am Batman in this metaphor, uh, I also say, uh, you know what? Uh, help me defend Gotham from the forces of chronology. Is
0: that a word? Um, <laughs> You're asking everyone to pick up your personal slack.
1: It's not my slack. This is what everybody should. Uh, frankly, this is what I think people have been doing the whole time. Well, I guess, yes, in that sense. <laughs> I talked myself <laughs> into me being the problem. <laughs> um, whatever the case, uh, McBrien on our Instagram says, you've been averaging about one post a month. Doesn't really seem like it's that big of a leap to 91 in a month. (laughs) Um, Uh, Anyway. Uh, That's funny. I'm giving it a shot. This is what you're going to be looking at in the next several weeks. If you want to help me out, you can also uh, email through sttncpod at gmail.com and just tell me what episode... And uh, and I'll drop it, what episode your image is, and I will drop it in uh, the right box. But it's easier if you go through Josh Bald on Face Group. And uh, by the way, we got tons of nice content for season one already from Mike Mann, from Josh Bald, from um, Jeff Mullins, from Kyle Barker. All loyal lieutenants who have uh, dedicated uh, a lot of material.
0: <laughs> and sounds all the people like we Facebook. Uh... We run the uh, dorkiest mafia ever. Yes,
1: but God bless them all.
0: Loyal lieutenants of <laughs> the Star Trek Next Conversation family. Look, they're our, they're our family.
1: And uh, yeah, everybody in a, in a family isn't cool. <laughs> um, but God bless them nonetheless. Um, anyway, that was the only thing I really had to say. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about the news about the Section 31 show or if you would just want to
0: hey everybody there's a Section 31 show coming (whistles) all right Andy I just stopped the uh, recording and started it back up so I would remember to address the spoiler issue to everybody this is where I'm doing it I'm recording that part of it right now okay uh Look, Andy decided that he would make an announcement on the show, and I thought the whole time I thought he's announcing the Section 31 show, but what he really was announcing was that he has control of the Instagram and has 90 some odd posts to do in in a short period of time. (laughs) Yeah. Right <laughs> Then we got into the Section 31 discussion, uh, which I could not have without some spoilers for Star Trek Discovery. So uh, for the next, uh, I think it was the next 12 minutes, I'm going to put the time codes on the thing, for the next 12 minutes, There's also there are spoilers. There's and also some spoilers for Star Trek Nemesis that I didn't you, want to hear. And but if you uh, not want g- to hear Star Trek you, Nemesis you, spoiler, you guys are probably mostly safe on that one. I think I'm you're able, all going to be fine. <laughs> uh, I would recommend you avoid them, though. If you haven't seen it If you haven't seen Nemesis And if you haven't seen Discovery I would wait and watch Avoid the spoiler of the thing in the trailer Okay Andy Yes We're gonna now Have everyone enjoy this This spoilery discussion (laughs) Of Star Trek Discovery Section 31 And Then we're gonna come back And do the rest of the show Okay Enjoy Hey everybody It's Matt We decided to take this whole section, which is about 13 minutes long, uh, and move it to the end of the show. So we're going to cut back in more, you know, of our wackiness, hails, President's Circle, and such. Uh, There's a correction, a lot of great stuff, a quality jingle. Oh, so much to look forward to here. And then uh, just stay tuned for after the show. Uh, And then we'll put those 13 minutes of spoilery stuff. Uh, Andy's mad because I spoiled Star Trek Nemesis for him also. So eh, if you haven't seen Nemesis, why are you watching, listening to the show? I mean, it's crazy. Come on, guys. Okay. Back to us. Okay, everybody, we're back. Hope you didn't enjoy part of that, but enjoyed most of it. It's an odd wish. I know. You don't want to be like uh, everyone 100% loves it. (laughs) because
1: <laughs> then you feel like it's not art then, you want
0: right? to be, be realistic you got to have imperfection. you want to be realistic about sure, it Andy yeah. you can't just run around thinking everyone enjoys everything all the time
1: well I would say that was an authentic conversation we just had and that some of
0: it was enjoyable <laughs> and some of it wasn't Andy's still mad about the nemesis spoilers I am that are in the trailer okay I would love to know if they really are. I don't know if they are. Want to watch the trailer right now? We'll find out. No, I don't want to. You want to watch the 2002 trailer? (laughs) I want to watch Nemesis in 12 years when we get to it. Uh Uh-huh. Well, in order to get to that, Andy, we're going to have to get through some hails first. That's true. First we have to hop into the Admiral's Club. Oh, I know how the show works. Some of the time. Here we go. Could I
2: choose the five stories?
0: Matt, Bob Yep. Well, Andy, they could just leave a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts, and they will be welcomed with open arms into the Admirals Club. I can't even believe it. We're at 28 minutes, and we haven't even started the Admirals Club.
1: <laughs> well, it's only 9.30 p.m. after a, a full day of work. Why not? Um, so, our first Admirals Club entry, admission, call it what you will, is uh, from... Eseth 5 And uh, he or she writes My favorite Red Dead Redemption podcast Hmm. Matt and Andy are the best I never cared much for video games But these guys enthralled me with their breakdowns and analysis Of classic moments from the game Including getting smacked in the face by a horse Uh, They sometimes get distracted and talk about old Star Trek The Next Generation episodes, but their humor and charm make those tangents forgivable. In fact, they actually add to the quality and entertainment of the show. I love these guys and this podcast helps
0: me get through the work week. Five
1: wide-eyed Riker smirks out of five.
0: Well done. Thank you and welcome, Admiral Club member.
1: I was actually thinking, do you want one of the Patreon things to be a Red Dead Redemption option?
0: for the poll no Andy because we have to talk to the Patreon people about it when we finish up the pilot of Star Trek Discovery which we promised last month but it's two part or so we had to cut it in half because we almost did four hours for the future Um, it's up to them not these people who freeload well a lot of the hey freeloaders
1: all right, stop it I'm on your side guys
0: patrons I care about you come on over to the patron side (laughs) where we'll talk to you like uh, good people that you are (laughs) rest of y'all freeloaders ugh are um, you think I want to be here on a Wednesday night at 9.34 p.m. after working for 10 hours? You do a little. 30 minutes into this podcast, we haven't even approached the hails? I don't know why you even keep that timer up. It's to let me know how much we suck at doing things in short periods of time. You know, a lot of people find it uh, charming
1: and even necessary to their lifestyles. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, it's truth. Our next uh, Admirals Club admission is D Height22, um, who says, Best TNG podcast on my phone. This podcast <laughs> has given me the opportunity to bring Star Trek to my son the way my dad did to me, though less cursing. I enjoy listening to the ramblings of Matt and Andy and look forward to a new one every week. Buckle up for an enjoyable
0: ride. Well, thank you for the kind words. You freeloading admiral. (laughs) We don't know if that person's not in the the Patreon. (laughs) Um, And now, if you want to scoot over, Matt. Well, look, Andy, I think we have to because we are running out of time.
1: All right. It's raining again, guys. Thunderstorm in here. Nice.
0: Hula DJ giving a nice calming rain. Uh, okay, this is the part of the show where we give a shout-out to the United Federation of Planets President's Circle. They are at the highest tier you can be at. That isn't the Q Continuum on the Patreon. They get two episodes a month. They're talking about, like, four hours of Discovery last month, three and a half hours of Thor, They are getting a bang for their buck unseen throughout the galaxy, and we like to shout it out every week to one of these special members, or two of them, or three of them, depending on how many people bothered to message the rain's been really turned up. This is the Christopher Pike Medal of Valor. It is a message only able to be sent by our President's Circle members, Andy, who is getting a medal this week.
1: First is Lieutenant Thomas Jordan, who says, I love your podcast, uh, but no love for... Oh, this one is not a Christopher Pike Medal of Valor winner. I hate
0: to tell you this, Matt. Wait, I, how is he even in this section, then? That's huh? what
1: this section is for. Do uh, you want me to jump to them?
0: Are you telling me back? that this is a goddamn PayPal you missed somewhere? Yep. <sighs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of stragglers. Um, I will say this guy gave us uh, $37.65, So uh, and it was sent on July 28th. I don't know why the organization uh, in the email is such that it hid so many people from me, but there you go. And he says, I love your podcast, but no love for sending my president Circle payment in July. Wow. That was a haiku. There
0: you go. He writes haikus and he skirts the rules. He didn't skirt the rules. He sent it in on July 28th. Oh, so you're telling me that someone who updated the Instagram in August. Yeah somehow missed something in july i don't buy it <laughs> guys i'm gonna do this with the instagram i know it seems like it's never
1: gonna happen but you'll see at any rate <laughs> we'll be able to post in about a month so all you complainers can be happy then uh jim lieutenant jim mcveigh um which w- he phonetically spelled out in quotes which we encourage people to do in the uh in our patreon um and he had a patrick McGuin icon so be seeing you jim um, he says, greetings Matt, Andy and Matt Here's a question I started thinking about after seeing a couple of episodes That dealt with the transporter room Considering the complete breakdown of matter into energy Happening all the time in the transporter room Turning flesh uh, and bone into energy Do you think that the iodized, ionized air in there Smells like hot dogs or something or like barbecue re- Or like a barbecue restaurant And if it does, do you think someone like O'Brien Just doesn't notice it anymore Or do they have some kind of Space Febreze That spritzes the room With each transport Anyway Matt can use his Memory Alpha Foo Oh Memory Alpha Foo <laughs> To figure out If well, the transport Smells like I smell. just
0: always assumed It was a uh, You know how you get Those fancier casinos That have those Giant induction fans That take up All the cigarette smoke I didn't know That's what ha- I know that they Pumped oxygen in It didn't make yeah, sense Yeah Yeah sure
1: That's it's why like, you love it there More
0: than anything else On earth that they get rid of cigarette smoke? You can smoke inside. <laughs> well, yeah, I love that. In addition to many, many other things. All right. It's, it's a wonderful... But I think that, like, the middle of that transporter pad is just a giant fan. It sucks up all the smell. It <laughs> makes sense. There you go.
1: Um, and uh, Lieutenant Sandra Mahler writes, Are the raining walls in the President's Circle a tribute to Phoebe? <laughs> It's appropriate that she uh, she said that now, not knowing that you were gonna, or that the holla DJ was gonna play
0: the rain. I think she knows the holla DJ's repertoire. I actually have no idea what that means. Phoebe is four eyes and beard. The great podcast by Scott Moser and Matt Myra. I knew I knew that that's what that was, but what is the reference to feed with the raining walls? I don't even remember. All right, you know why I don't remember? Because it's a long time ago. Okay, and since. Mm-hmm. Feeb, you know although we did a feeb a couple months ago we put out a feeb uh and then uh how did it uh, go <laughs> just as meandering and and rudderless as ever which huh. is fantastic for me that's comforting scott and i i think we found the control it. group uh
1: yeah <laughs> um <laughs> all right well that's it for the president circle
0: all right andy can we just beam straight to the hallway do you want me to hit the theme, or will the theme sound? I mean, or? that's really up to Chief O'Brien right now. All Chief, right. can you get us out of here? Thanks.
3: And
2: that was the
1: I guess it activates when we're just
0: in the hall. It does smell bad.
1: It,
2: interesting.
0: Is that us? Or the transport? I'm not really sure. Site to site transport it smells worse. No, we are being hailed. No one's <laughs> taking the smell up. Sure, there's no fan beneath them.
1: Uh, the hail bag is open. Um, first off, uh, I uh, I referred to uh, John Harmon as Dan Harmon last week, and he tweeted a very very patient correction at me. He was the person who said, I am the Harmon who mentioned you being at the halfway point through the through TNG. My name is Indeed John. Posted to the face group. First contact was the exact midpoint. He also pointed out, or offered, that his father's name, interestingly, is Mark Harmon. Oh. <laughs> That's odd. There you go. Um, here's, Stars of the 80s with Matt and Andy. Um, here's another one. Uh, guys... Recorded this, uh, like, two months ago, keeping it on a proverbial shelf and hoping against hope for the day that Matt would return to Face Group. Matt made a a grand return. I did. I did. I popped over. To the Face Group. Um, uh, And he says... uh, And this is from uh, Frederick Rombouts. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong after all the times I've said it, Frederick. And he says, uh, As Rafiki once said, (laughs) it is time. Um... So let me just ask you, Matt. Um, this is this song I'm about to play
0: is one minute and forty one seconds. Is it from The Lion King? It is not. Oh, no. uh, you're asking me if if you should play the song in, the whole in, in that's entirety. I guess I'm giving you control of the
1: emergency break,
0: Louise. So Most want, other nights when we weren't forty minutes into a podcast, I it's can save almost it. ten. I can save it for another episode if you want. That means I'm going to have to return to the face group again.
1: <laughs> well, you can just say you did return, and then you was never to be seen again, and then all the song will be ironic.
0: Well, I like this though because it's like a tease for a thing that there's no chance you remember to do this what do you mean there's no if I say don't play it, there's literally no chance you will ever remember to play it. It's very slim, <laughs> but it's possible Hi oh, boy I can send myself uh
1: uh an alert yeah, I think on that my phone. helps you sometimes because i texted you 20
0: minutes before you left work and said grab the purple cable that's true
1: <laughs> but in fairness i was in a writer's room being
0: harassed at the uh-huh, moment. Uh-huh, uh-huh 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 but yes uh-huh. that's true what's i don't it what's have it like, a, like being in a writer's room over there i don't have it's it's hard right it's a little hard yeah, a little yeah. Hard. um you don't think i know that that's why i asked you to grab the purple cable i forgot it because i was in a writer's room <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> secunda it's not really a secunda we both failed on that one um why don't i just hit it Here we'll we go be done Let's with see it what happens everybody in the words of matt myra buckle up
0: oh john sebastian yeah you're selling that
2: guitar right there is it he wrote this theme not on that, that that's welcome he used to own back. this one oh. a sight to sight to transport had beamed you out welcome back to the same old group that you laughed about Mm. well the memes have all changed (laughs) don't you know and we've missed you on live streaming video
0: that's true nothing could be
2: finer nothing could be then hanging with matt morris yeah we tease him a lot because we love him a whole lot welcome oh, back that's the part that welcome i thought was back. welcome back too welcome treacly back. for my taste i like
0: the whole thing Welcome
2: back. Welcome back. i think had welcome i back.
0: known this was a riff on john sebastian really
2: has started to wonder I would have said yes immediately To our Captain Matt and Secunda That's me And we know we complain in here Quite a bit We're sorry for acting Like little (laughs) shipmates. Everybody hustle Everybody hustle Cause up you should us. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah we tease him a lot cause we love him a whole lot welcome back welcome back welcome back welcome back welcome back welcome Welcome Matt welcome back
0: I'm delighted that we played that I'm glad love that love love some John Sebastian love the love and spoonful is it love welcome back cotter is that is
1: john, john sebastian is is the person who wrote the song or sang the song both okay there you go but that was that was written for the show or that was a song that
0: they appropriated that was written for the show oh there you go he like submitted it his record company was like well, we don't like this song and he was like We'll submit it for the theme song for this show. Welcome back, Connor oh My God, one of the one of. The and most... then it became a number one. The song became a number one hit. Yeah, one of the. Most and then the record company was like, "Uh, ooh, we we love it. Do another album, John. Make the most <laughs> like that, <laughs> John. Could you please just make another album that sounds a lot like that thing you did that was a hit?" I'm sorry uh, we said no. Seventies, seventies record uh, executive, uh, right there. Uh, the love and spoonful, Andy. I, look, here's. I just want to talk about the love and spoonful. Love for and spoonful. A second. minute, everybody, hang on. <laughs> uh, I just have to actually. Can I go to this album? Mm. <laughs> <But> <laughs> a little bit of the love and spoonful here. And the dusty light down on there we go. Oh, let me just go back here. You have, well, you have to understand about the Love and Spoofle is. They cranked out more. They're one of those bands that like cranked out more hits than you thought they had. John Sebastian on lead vocal there. You got, you had got a great voice. You got fucking jug band music. It's funny you become so
1: familiar. With a theme, a TV theme. You don't really think about the musical artistry in it. You don't have to think about the fact that this guy had a career.
0: Yeah.
2: I didn't ever, I never knew. Uh,
0: do you believe Magic, Andy? Also, John this was them? Also John Sebastian. Oh my God, I gotta check out the Lovin' Spoonful. <laughs> uh... This one you might not know. Oh, hang on. Let me get to it like a... Oh, come on. Right? You would have to be so nice.
1: I don't know if I'll know this when we get to the hook, but I don't know this
0: one. I don't know this one. Wow. Delightful. My favorite of theirs is... is, is uh well, this is a great one, too. Did you ever make a mind, Andy? Did you ever have to make up your mind? <laughs> oh, yeah. This was, like, all over the village. This is so chill. Uh, maybe that's
1: why I never wanted to listen to it. Um, this is my favorite of, of,
0: of John Sebastian's tunes, Daydream.
2: What a day for a daydream.
0: Is this original? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm lost in a daydream. Yeah. Yeah. I know.
0: Really, this this but it goes up here.
2: Even really think uh Shame
0: about his voice. It uh, sort of he sort of lost his voice as he got older, but Boy oh boy. John Sebastian. That was your 11 Spoonful Minute on an episode where we are 44 minutes in and haven't talked about the episode. I like that we started that with you going like, it's already, it's almost 10, we can't play so this whole that I said song. John Sebastian, if you and said you that, I would have said, go ahead. John Sebastian, digression. Don't you, John, welcome to your John Sebastian Minute. Our next uh, hail. The and Spoonful Podcast. <laughs> Star Trek, the next conversation.
1: Is from
0: Thomas Gill, who says about the crewman. A question for you, Andy. Okay. Should I just slap Do you think it'd be better if I just slapped the um, Discovery discussion At the end of the podcast Uh, So like we'll do the thing We'll do the president's circle And then if you want the discovery spoiler That way there's no chance of anyone getting it Without actually wanting it I think that's a good idea I agree I wonder who won't (laughs) Probably everyone listening Oh man I had to wait for the end So then do we want to describe this now that you mean, like re-describe what I said I was doing? Well,
1: how are you cutting it down? Like we should warn them in advance. Whatever the case, even also the people who.
0: Well, no, it'll just it'll lift out. Yeah, you know, I'll pull it out because I have the time. Oh, codes. and then you'll have the description of it, and then I have the thing, and I'm pop saying, that this at is the What's end. about to happen? Yeah, there's gonna
1: gotcha. be a spoiler. All right, it won't make a lot of as much sense because the just in in, a, in our pre. In our pre-talk, saying this is what's coming, we were saying, and then we'll
0: later go back to the episode. You know what? It's going to be fine. All right. We'll figure it out. Okay, fair enough. Because I'll figure it out. I understand. You don't have to worry about it. I'll make it
1: work. We both have our duties. But I think that's a better idea, though, right? I think there's less chance of people listening to it And getting angry.
0: Yes. I agree. All right. There you go. That's how it works, everybody. We think about it and talk about it.
1: Thomas Gill says, Dear Andy and Matt, you both went on about uh-huh. asking the crewman who was replaced, about where they were during that period. What episode is this from? Oh, about the crewmen and devil's do.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the the guy, the helms the, the ops officer right. who gets replaced and then just shakes his head like, I can't believe what I just saw. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. So I don't know if this answers that, because that's also a good point. He says, however, it is likely that the crewman was placed in the transporter buffer and not rematerialized on the other ship. In TOS's Day of the Dove, the Enterprise crew do that to Klingons beaming up in order to strip them of weapons. Just a thought.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, and then I he, mean, doesn't he... Don't you think he goes? What happened? I was just in a transporter buffer. <laughs> that is where that is where the idea
1: kind of falls apart. You know what because I mean? he looked around. That's like, all I he was wanted all was him to say something. Yeah, you have no consciousness when you're a transporter buffer, right? You do. You're aware of being transported. Yeah, but I mean, are you aware of being held in a transporter buffer? It Does not make sense uh, that
0: you would? Well, Andy, look, I don't want to spoil ahead of uh, right, season don't, five.
1: Don't things. worry about it. All right, I no, withdraw the question. Um, he also adds a bit of trivia about clues. The episode he does is, like asking questions. That I get sure do. Anything. I mean, it's not the worst thing for a podcast. The episode is similar in structure. Do you want? Do you have a counter thought you want to say to that? Go ahead. <laughs> the episode is similar in structure to the red dwarf episode. Thanks for the memories. So much so that when Patrick Stewart was in the UK. Um, he was watching Red Dwarf on TV and was about to call his lawyer when they did something off the wall and he became a Red Dwarf fan. What is funny that there is that the Red Dwarf episode predates the TNG episode by at least two years. In the end, both crews learn that it's better to not know about the time they forgot. Do you think that that's
0: really how Patrick Stewart was spending his time? <laughs> He's like, boy, this is a lot like that episode of Star Trek we did. It does seem like... I better call my lawyer. Just, I don't <laughs> ah, forget it click <laughs> who knows <laughs> do you think anyone he might be protective of the franchise follow up okay. here do you think any actor in the history of acting yeah <laughs> who's was doing a television show by that point for four years uh-huh. is watching another show going oh, it's a lot like our episode that I is... must call a
1: lawyer <laughs> but don't you think he would be so invested by the point he's in the fourth season
0: yeah, but I also think he. I definitely
1: think Mark Hamill, if he saw something about Star Wars, he would have, he would have jumped in. He was a massive booster of the franchise.
0: Do you think, like, if he watched an old Kurosawa film, he would have jumped in and tried to reverse Sue? <laughs> oh, that would have been <laughs> foolish. Um, Annalise Monteros- Monterosso,
1: sorry if you've given me that. Spelling in the past or That pronunciation in the past uh, Says Hi Matt Nandy. And this came up in the face group And I would like your Matt Nandy's and take I understand why Starfleet Would name a planet Malora 5 But why would the indigenous people Call it that as well We don't call Earth Sol 5 And often our solar system Is called the Terran system Named after Earth would the indigenous people have their own name for the planet?
0: Uh, I think indigenous people would have their own name for the planet, but I think settlers of the planet who became the indigenous people would not. They would call it whatever the system was called when they arrived. I think that's reasonable. So if the if the Maloran Fives are like, hey, we're on Maloran Five, it also could be a culture that's very boring and doesn't know what to name things. <laughs> they just heard what the Earth. Hello, were. I am Maloran of Maloran Five. Why don't we call ourselves what those aliens were calling us? Hello, I'm Maloran 4,643,924 of Maloran 5. They just name everything Maloran in order of what number it was. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway,
1: Um, good times for me. And then the last one, just to inject a little fun back in. Andy, the
0: beauty of this plan that we developed over a short period of time of putting the discovery talk at the very end is that... We're gonna be like normal be on normal time. time. Yeah. Oh, is that why? Does it really it really bothers you when we're not on time? I don't want to write that into a description.
1: Aren't some people <laughs> delighted?
0: Maybe they're not. I have no idea. I feel like they are. I'll tell you what, four hundred and sixty two people might be delighted.
1: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> seems
0: reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Um Alright.
1: Here's a voice hail we got. It made me laugh so much that I want to play it.
2: Yeah, hi. I was uh, listening. It's Joe from. Uh... Uh,
1: please don't play this on the
4: air. This is the dumbest
1: thing ever. Sorry. Why is he? Why are you doing it then? I uh, texted him and I said, um, "I don't have to play this," but that made me laugh so much. <laughs> Can I play it? If you don't want me to, I don't. I won't. And he said, "Go ahead and play it." Okay. I got ahead of myself. I laughed about it with my wife. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I already played it. That was it. (laughs) No. He started to do his thing with a lot of juice. And then in the middle of it, he was like, "Uh, don't play this. Uh, He attacked (laughs) himself. That was the entire message. And and then he hung up. (laughs) And I could not stop laughing because it was so perfect for our podcast. That was the entire
0: message. Do you want to hear it again? Yes, now that I know that.
2: Yeah, hi. I was uh, listening. It's Joe from... uh Please don't play this on the air. This is the dumbest
1: thing ever. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. It's uh, so don't, tell don't tell yourself. Don't yourself that much. Really, You're doing okay. It speaks so, so clearly to the voice that is ever playing in my head. Um, and then we have uh, one tiny prime corrective. Oh, it's been a while.
5: Time for a retrospective.
2: Truth is objective It's
1: a prime Matt and Andy got it wrong um, And this is from Kyle Gant uh, I got a lot of I got a lot of hails about this <laughs> That's why I was like Alright I guess I gotta address this Even though Oh what did I say wrong Matt says that the closing time song Is about closing a bar But it's actually about the birth Of Semisonic's lead singer's child <laughs> Love the pod <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I had so many hails about oh, that.
0: That is what you fucking send people. <laughs> Jeez, uh, Louise! So many. Folks if you have a voice Was that on or... the run where I thought that every song was literal Wasn't that the run I was doing though Where I was like "Oh, maybe. Thunder Road is about a road made of thunder maybe Wasn't that it my was run a
1: bit. Maybe <laughs> it was a
2: bit
0: Well if it's a bit then it's on you guys It's not on Matt uh, But if it wasn't a bit thanks for, for my, uh, correcting me about Folks. Semisonic. God damn it. I hope the lead singer of Semisonic was listening. I was like, It's one of our fans. Should I tell him? Jesus Christ! That's not what the song's about! How many times do I have to tell you? It's about the birth <laughs> of my daughter. Well, then why do you say one more call for alcohol and you can't stay here? <laughs> is that really in there? Yes! Oh, that is interesting. Maybe he's. <laughs> What was he? Maybe it was he was drinking when his when his well, it's like it's a very it's born. a very literal uh-huh. like lyrically it's very literal. Uh, closing oh. time. So then he's saying that the well, this place won't be and then He
1: can't party anymore.
0: So, you, but you can't stay here. And I know who I want to take me home. No, you know it's like it just it's it's very about it's very you know but it's all a metaphor for the birth of his daughter. I guess I don't know. I'm realizing how Look, many of these I lyrics could, I know. If I could write a number one as hit you say them about the birth of my upcoming son. I'll let you know.
1: I bet you could. You got a billion guitars. One of them must have a hit song in them. Problem is, none of them have
0: talent. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Folks, if you want to send us a voice hail, you can do so at 816-TREK-TNC. See, I'm moving it earlier I like the way it. that you want. I really like it. Uh, I remember that. Um, Instagram and Twitter, at um, Star Trek TNC. Guys, get on it in, a, in less than a month. That 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 Instagram is is going to be up to date. Instagram's going nuts, guys. Um, At Matt Myra is the gentleman across from us on uh, both Instagram and Twitter. My Instagram is at Andrew Secunda. My uh, Twitter is at Secunda. Patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC for bonus content. You want to send us something, send it to Andrew Secunda, P.O. Box 46898, Los Angeles, California, 90046. Email us to let us know, and any other hail at sttncpod at gmail.com. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, Matt.
0: I suppose we should start the show now, huh?
1: Well, we have this day in track. Is that what you count as starting
0: the started That's what I put the time code as. Very good. Let's start this Weirdly, sucker. this day in trek. Doesn't have its own jingle because we let whatever the number one song was, and that would be March eighth, nineteen ninety one. Andy, what was the 90-91 song? <laughs> <laughs> it was "One More Try" by Timmy T. What? I've never heard of it either. This sounds like a very a soulful pop number. Let see it. There we go. Let's see. Um, there's so many of these songs. Are you? Is there? Is there any chance that this is? Uh, not Aww. by timmy t and it's a george michaels one more try oh maybe i don't know i'm gonna click on the timmy t version see what happens here it's very it's written in german i'm very confused by what's happening let's find out everybody i gotta pull this down just don't want don't want people to think this music betting is too loud it's
2: been a long time since you left me
1: No, to make you cry. Nope. It hit, this is it. This one. One more try. song recorded You're by American musician t- Timmy T. You're it telling hit me hit number this, one. Is,
0: this is the guy that gets the number one with this?
1: I agree. I this, have no memory of this. this. guy? By the way, that's Los filos with that question in the background. <laughs> but look at him. Kind of looks like Mario Lopez. He looks like a... A child Mario Lopez he Like looks, younger than Saved by the Bell He looks like a
0: lieutenant In the <laughs> Jewish mafia
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very soulful What Whatever the, the case. fuck was happening In, in America I don't know, That must have been a real one Must have been a real Hole for the record company. whoever number it was number one In the UK Andy Clash
1: still on the opposite end of the spectrum. I can't believe the Clash didn't come back to us. Should I stay or should I go again? I mean, it's like... Oh, he's, putting, he's killing us. Well, it's also right. like,
0: isn't there a George Michael version of the song?
1: You can look for that. I'm going to continue talking. Or do you want
0: me to wait?
3: Oh, it's
0: just the same song. It's, it's not the same song. It's just also called One More Try. Yeah. But, by the way, I have to say, this one's better, much better. (laughs) Without question.
1: Um, The real talent, George Michael. Magic Era by Susan Isaacs was a bestseller, and The Silence of the Lambs ended its five-week run as the number one movie in America. Great movie, guys. Uh, With a take, for those of you who haven't seen it, with a take at that point that nearly quadrupled its initial $19 million budget. The Philadelphia 76ers retired Wilt Chamberlain's jersey. Wilt, the still Chamberlain. Um, Now, he had said that the... The music was loud last week. Our friend Ryan am pulling it down. Very good. Um He was the first uh, player in NBA history to have his re- his jersey retired by three different teams. Well, that's interesting. LA Lakers and Golden State Warriors and 76ers. Wow, he's the first one.
0: That's well, really you know, should. usually these these Hall of Fame guys that oh, I stick see. around for on one team for a very very long. Right. Portion of their career. Mike
1: Tyson was awarded a controversial win by technical knockout, defending his uh, titles
0: undisputed champion. You know what? I still stand by my decision. <laughs> it was it was a very controversial decision. I was part of me was like, guys, I'm seven years old. Yeah, but I got to say, Mike Tyson won this one. And they were like,
1: you're seven. Should I don't know that your your opinion's valid. We did elect uh, you to make check this with call. the lieutenants. Yep. Uh, anyway, beat Donovan Ruddock. Um, their rematch was, scored for, was scheduled for June. Tyson would win again. Uh, Steve Jobs married Lorreen Powell in a small ceremony, presided over by Buddhist monk um, and Mike Tyson. When the couple initially met, Powell confused Jobs for Bill Gates. What a great detail. Uh, Time magazine's cover featured a returning U.S. soldier being embraced by his wife, still clutching a small U.S. flag, with a caption, a moment to savor, and the lessons
0: of victory. That's it. Well, I think that was a great time for all of us. <laughs> I can't, still can't believe that Tommy T song was number one. Timmy T, Tommy T, <laughs> Timmy T. It's even the name is a little bit odd. This is Night Terror it's directed by Les Landau. Andy, exciting. Uh, let's just pop over here. I, 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 for some reason, I'm having trouble. A lot of trouble with my mouse. Oh god! What is happening? I did a mouse voice. <laughs> well, actually, you, you, you did. I'm making a '90s joke. No, that sounded it more like a show um, that takes place in the '90s. What? That sounded like
1: Beaker. That was a little bit Beaker. Me 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 me. It's pretty good, me Beaker.
0: I got to take that on the road to nowhere, nowhere fast. Oh my god! This is driving me crazy. Yeah,
1: he's having trouble
0: finding it now. Well, Night Terror is directed by Les Landau. Teleplay by Pamela Douglas and Jerry Taylor. And a story by Sherry Goodhearts. I do wonder. we got to ask those writers how they decided to split up credits. You hear it, that, Mike, man? Clearly a lot of gang writing going on. When you talk to those writers, let us know. <laughs> uh, here it is. Ready? The Enterprise finds the starship Bertain missing for several weeks. Adrift in space, the entire crew who saved the ship's Betazoid counselor is dead. While the ship's crew is investigating the incident, odd events begin to occur. Troy is tormented by nightmares. The Forge can't restart the Britannia's engines. Dr. Crusher suggests that the irritability among the crew indicates the repetition of whatever happened to the now-dead science vessel. Picard decides to leave the area only to discover the Enterprise's engines don't work either. Data Unaffected theorizes that the ship uh, is caught in a Tychon's Rift, a spatial rupture, ...that is draining their energy. LaForge fails at an attempt to dislodge them. Dr. Crusher finds that the crew's depression and shakiness... ...stem from dream deprivation... ...and Troy realizes that her colleagues' nightmares mirror her own. She wonders if they could be an attempt at communication. While brainstorming the data, Troy guesses that the nightmares... Uh, ...come from another ship trapped on the other side of the rift. The other ship is asking for the aid in freeing both vessels... that ...with a release of hydrogen... The Bertane crew died before they could figure it out. Troy tries to reach the other ship in a dream while Data vents all of the ships stored hydrogen. Just as their attempt seems to have failed, there's a giant explosion and the ship is thrown free. Free. (coughs) Uh, Andy? Yeah, Matt. What do you think? Let's
1: get into it. Okie dokie.
6: Captain's log, stardate 44631.2. We are proceeding through the rim of an uncharted binary star system, where we may have located the USS Bretagne. The located. missing science vessel failed to arrive at its destination and has not been heard from since a distress call 29 days ago. On screen,
0: um,
1: <coughs> this, this ensign Rager still at the uh, at the helm, and she disappears <laughs> in the
0: next episode. And I'm just like, "What the f?" Well, I mean, in fairness to well, or like everyone, yeah. She kind of forgets how to fly the ship.
1: <laughs> you think there's her
0: screw-ups in this one? I think that's what did it. <laughs> that would not be fair. There's also a couple moments in this I open here. It. Let me just show you. That's, that's the Britannic, right? No shit.
4: Pain, all right. The ship is intact,
0: sir. Love a Reliant class vessel.
1: It's so cool looking.
0: Is that what those are called? By the way, I just always have called them reliant class vessels. It does look a little bit in like my brain. Well, it looks a lot. It is. But I don't think it's that's this, the, It's not the same ship. If that's no, what no, saying. no. But I'm saying, like, what is that? What is that class of starship called? I Let's guess you could look up the USS Britannian. That's what I was. And thinking. that'll that'll do it.
4: No indication of structural damage. Engines. All propulsion systems two. Are shut down. <laughs> the ship is drifting, sir. Life form readings inconclusive.
0: Counselor Miranda class starship. That's what it is. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. No problem.
7: It's <laughs> life on board. but...
1: It's really cool. I Love that's it got all that stuff what on it.
3: it. I don't know.
1: What do you mean by stuff? I don't know. It's got like Something. things on the top and things on the bottom.
0: What do you mean?
1: Number one assembly I don't two. know. What's
0: Locker all this stuff?
6: Report to transporter
1: room three. War.
0: Oh, that's its photon yeah. torpedoes.
7: Commander. That's What's its a-
0: torpedo bay.
1: I need to. On the top here? Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Over the... By the way, this... That's uh, so
1: cool that that's the photon torpedo bay. Did you
0: not? I mean, it's very clear in... Um, Seems like that would be... In... Uh, uh, isn't it usually on the sort
1: of the tilt beneath the... The... Um, uh, the disc between the saucer? Underneath the, the saucer? Between the saucer section? section and what? That only has a
0: saucer section. Well, uh, that's why it's there. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Remember the in... Um, Wrath of Khan, it fires from there, from the yeah. top. Oh, from the top! I thought it fires from underneath. No, the, the, the Enterprise does. Oh, yeah, the Reliant does. Yes. Oh, yeah, I don't which remember is the Miranda that. class. Yeah, there which we know. just established is not the Reliant class. Save your emails, okay? I know closing time is about a daughter. Now that you guys corrected me, I didn't know that before. Um, maybe my whole bit stemmed from me saying that. saying to you. Dum dum it's about closing a bar. <laughs> it's possible. Very possible. Uh, uh, I love this by the way. This is this is one of my favorite unintentionally funny moments in the show. Ready, Andy? Okay. Picard says to Riker, "Yeah. Assemble your weight team." What is it?
7: I don't know. Something.
0: It's <sighs> <laughs> very that's, Very useless that. Once point. again, but that's
1: not it. That's another. I yeah, know, but side note, that's another hilarious like tying into Danny's eh. theory that she's like, just like, what is it? It's um, it's vague, and he turns around in a way that kind of feels like he's just like. Yeah, Billy. <laughs> Number one
6: assembly team, Doctor Crusher, report to transporter room three, wharf. data.
7: Commander, I need to come too.
0: This look on Picard's face is very much like I, I don't, I don't know anyone's name on here. <laughs> Who's wait? You're all leaving? <laughs> Watch <laughs> oh, That just sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
4: He's got nobody left to talk to. Um, uh,
0: Ensign, I, uh, can you get rid of Ensign Rager
4: <laughs> in the next ship.
0: I feel very uncomfortable. She's not good at chatting. <laughs> Every time I talk about <laughs> my grandfather's dementia, she uh, gets weird.
1: I love this too. I love this the ship the main on the inside.
0: It's really cool and old-timey. and You love, feels the, sh- like you love the ship for uh, what it has on the inside?
1: The interior design just feels really like stripped down
0: and like like a real starship well it's an old science vessel right commander here's Hmm. another one this was done by a phaser now what is this gray dark outfit that some of them are wearing that's a science outfit that's the science like the pure scientists who aren't Starfleet officers they wear this science uniform oh is that like the uh like the the Carol
1: Marcus and
0: uh, yeah it would be like even? that it would be like that uniform ah. but this is the TNG version of that uniform interesting they uh, really cool they almost do you like... remember the guy who is in Devil's Due the old guy <laughs> they believe the devil has come back oh did he that one that guy's in outfits? one of these uniforms oh yeah.
1: there you go more over here the
5: entire bridge crew
4: whoever did this could still be on the ship
7: there is someone
1: still alive But he didn't kill these people Here Okay Here <laughs> Troy it. Finds the guy Why can't you do it the rest of the time? Warmer, warmer, I'm colder <laughs> Warmer
0: Here I think he's
7: Betazoid
1: Because of those White. weird eyes Could Let's see if helping. he has a weird accent Who
7: did this? Who did this to you?
0: it was a prank. (laughs) Pranks, man! (laughs) Um, All right, look, I guess
1: you're... Great teaser, I say. Oh, Andy loves it. I was into it. There's a lot of things that I was just like, this is going to be great. I was totally wrong in my expectations for this episode.
0: Good to know, Andy. You share no one else's opinion. Yeah. That's not fair. Could be a couple people that really like it.
5: We've almost Rosalind finished the autopsy,
6: Captain. How long will it take? It's
5: complicated. The dead were found all over. It's
0: complicated. I'm supposed to tell you how they died. <laughs> but they're already dead, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know
1: what an autopsy is. <laughs> I know. We're down on Beverly. i got to say something now. Maybe we'll hit it. I feel like there are rising indications of her competence rising uh, as that I've seen. But I agree with Some you.
5: Some were found locked in their rooms barricaded with weapons piled all around Craig Hurley any relation? others were found in the corridors where they obviously had hand to hand combat
0: (laughs) they obviously had hand to hand combat (laughs) take some
5: time to analyze and sort through the details we've identified him as Andrus Hagen from Betased scientific advisor he's in a profound catatonic state I'm not getting much captain few
7: words
0: no you you wouldn't be would you Empath
1: and the doctor.
7: I feel his terror, but I can't seem to get through to him.
1: Not super helpful. Stay with him, counselor.
6: We're examining the Britann for clues, but this is the only man left who knows what happened there.
7: I'm here. <laughs> I'm right here.
0: Now I'll telepathically communicate with oh, you.
4: Voices.
1: You gotta say this. Voices. This guy in a one-shot cries which is the the holy grail for an actor because that means that they didn't cut to put fake tears in his eyes and he cries he did just by emotion he cried
0: or or they put it in his eyes and then he or right. does he start looking at the very bright light above him <laughs> 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 he always want to take it say? away from people
6: both things no
7: no Keep talking to me. I'll try to understand.
0: This guy from that from that from that lay down position. Yes, forty-five uh, percent uh, of the time, I thought he was uh, what's his face from. Uh, <laughs> god damn it! What this is god damn it. Oh, man. Uh, David Lynch, firewalk with me. Kyle McLaughlin. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Laying down. Doesn't that look like Kyle McLaughlin? Fire walk with me. Fire walk your... with me is what I pull. <laughs> not not Twin what Peaks I pull, Is the first... what I pull.
1: Is <laughs> a bad movie made off of the great series. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I couldn't get Twin Peaks would not roll out of my brain for some reason. It was so weird. All the engines check out perfectly, Commander. Once we get them started, the Bregan can get back to Starbase under her own power. Let's give it a try. Preheating injectors. <laughs> data.
4: Fuel flow. Matter valves are open and operating.
0: I love this. Magnetic all the tech containment crap. of antimatter. It's not craft. It's bull- a startup shit. procedure yes. for an engine. Yeah. Injectors open. Sure, mm-hmm. a lot of it.
4: There is no engine activity at all, sir.
0: I actually like it's this wrong. too. No shit, data. Wrong.
4: I don't understand it.
1: This is a good performance by Lavar. I feel like sometimes he overplays the confusion I like that he underplayed it here
5: I've been studying the autopsy reports The conclusion is appalling There was no outside source No alien presence All 34 of them appear to have killed
6: each other What could have caused such an event? Drugs? A virus? Poison?
5: A
0: very hot lady or man. (laughs) (laughs) People fight over people who are very attractive. My grandfather once. That's a story for a different day.
1: Uh, a hot plate of cookies. And there was a limited amount. The replicator was down.
0: One of them kept farting. Do you know how long they've been on a ship? Perhaps the uh, fan system in the transporter room stopped working.
1: It just goes on this long right. I mean... Sure, you say it's crazy now, but if you were on that ship and that man
0: kept farting,
1: I mean, you choose what you're going to eat. There's a replicator.
0: (laughs) Oh, this is what you get at 10.30 at night.
5: (laughs) Phasers and knives and bare hands. I'd like you to see this, Captain. It's from the logs of the (laughs) Pertane. Captain Zahidah's mental condition deteriorated steadily once they had become stranded. (coughs) She began talking of plots and mutinies. This was the last entry in the log, made after they had been adrift for over three
0: weeks. <laughs> to drink and then we'll be... ah, did you hear that? <laughs> they got to the engine. Not so far fetched, Beverly. <laughs>
1: Who's laughing now?
0: <laughs> Captain, that wasn't the video. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my apologies, Beverly. <laughs> anymore.
3: Had to eliminate Brink. The ship is out of. out of. We're running out. Too dangerous. Out of Frank and his men.
1: How do you feel about this lady's performance?
0: Well, I think she's playing someone who's insane. F- Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think it's a tough one.
0: I feel like she did a good job. Um,
1: I feel like there are a lot of things that people are asked to do in this episode that are, that are like, "Ooh, this is going to be tough," and if, and you know, in a limited amount of time on the do TV you think schedule. Do Marina
0: thought, guys? I don't know if it's going to look great if I'm flying through space. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm supposed to be How saying what? How are the
1: other then? effects so above par for the time, and this is so bonkers? <laughs> I know that they must have thought, like, oh, it's a dream, but this weird butt shot of her flying away, and
0: it's so, so clearly on wires. Yeah, I mean, look, it's... Uh one of the more ridiculous shots in the history of the show, just because it is. Uh, so she gets up, having had the first of her nightmares with this uh, binary star system.
6: A little progress in solving the mystery of the Bruteine. I have decided we should return to Starbase 220, and to
0: that. Here's my problem with the solution. Okay. Uh, Jump to the end. Well, you know, that's why I read the description at the top so that we don't spoil. Fair. Uh, the message... Two moons. Yeah. One uh, circling? It There's yeah. one moon. One moon. One moon circling. One moon circling. Yes. It looks... the. Here's my problem. The hydrogen atom yeah. looks too much like a binary star system. Right. right. So, like, visually... I think it's very difficult to put it together, visually. To go, ooh, a hydrogen atom. But then isn't that what? why one moon circling is a good... I think it's good if you're not in a binary star system. I see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think visually, like, the show, it would be very different. It would be... I don't know Maybe a little clearer If it wasn't in a binary star system Right Do you think this is the star With the battle of the binary stars? Could be It's not Because they haven't mapped this one That's true
6: Command LaForge is rigging the protean for towing
0: I'm gonna try Recalibrating the Field generators Here's the part that I don't understand Okay How does this guy go How does this guy start to go cra- crazy so quickly?
5: Still does he
0: like take regular, the, regular naps? This sentence This does. is early, by the way.
5: Doesn't make any sense.
1: To me, this seemed like uh, John Mulaney going crazy. That's what he read Someone's to like to me. Here, <laughs> he does look like a young baby face, John Mulaney, Yeah, little John Mulaney, little Starfleet Say John it. Mulaney.
4: Can't you hear it? someone still alive on the ship.
1: I feel like I'm going crazy.
4: I heard.
2: I. I mean, I thought I
0: heard something. <laughs> this is a. Uh, my apologies uh, to you, Jordy! Yeah, this is a. Uh, Jordy's interpersonal skills at their best worst. Yeah. Ready? I'm gonna calm this guy down by <laughs> telling him 34 people died here. 100%. ship was searched thoroughly. There's
4: nobody left on board. Sorry, sir, my mistake. Don't worry about it. There were 34 people found dead on this ship. <laughs> <laughs> so not make anybody uneasy.
0: Wait, what? I didn't know that. <laughs> I just came over to get Wait. the engines going. Why are we here? <laughs> we should go. Quickly. Good
1: performance by that guy, by
0: the way. I agree. Let's not also forget uh, Firewalk With Me's Beta Z. <laughs> it's true.
7: Tell me about the voices you hear. Diane? Right.
0: I'm trapped
1: in my head. Right <laughs> out
6: there.
0: It does look like totally. right. Right. It's like crazy.
1: It's like chubby Kyle McLaughlin. Hey.
0: I'd it's take cool. a body like that. Hey. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's jump into the next show of insanity. All right. <laughs> Here
1: which we is, go. Which is, uh, of course... <laughs> Um, un, undistinguishable from any other interaction between O'Brien and Keiko.
7: <laughs> Boy, what a day this was. I'm doing an isozyme study on some populations of Cardelia, but they're turning out to have these really weird polymorphisms. <sighs> what a headache.
6: Is that why you're late?
7: Oh no, I had a conference with Dr. Balthus. She wants to do a study on the laticifer ontogeny of the Caladian thorn flower, but I don't have time to oversee another project.
2: Was Tom Corbin there? What? Tom Corbin from the science lab. <laughs> what is? Where is this coming from?
0: This is crazy. Tom Corbin. Remember him?
5: Of course I remember him. But use any
0: excuse you can
6: to pay him a visit.
5: Miles, what are you saying? You
1: know, he's everybody knows he he's exactly the close. he's the
0: Lothario of the the botany department. <laughs> You know, Tom Corbin's running around deck to deck, <laughs> ruining marriages left and right.
7: If I didn't know better, I'd say you were jealous.
0: I think that's what he was going for, Keiko. <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> Take me for a fool.
1: I kind of like that, that move in the script and that performance because then it does it's just like, that's... How unlikely O'Brien is to be jealous. Which, frankly, is odd. I would feel like O'Brien would be jealous. Does he get jealous later on DS9?
0: No. Huh. There you go. Look at him. He's talking Chief O'Brien. Sure, he's got nothing to be afraid of. What would you be afraid of? Nothing. You can r- work transporters inside and out, engines no problem. You're Chief O'Brien. It's true. I got any competition, I'll just beam him you, into space. You're on the flagship of the Federation. Well, there's that too. And then he went over to DS9 for some reason... <laughs> Oh, chief! You know what I didn't like about this, but I would have liked a little more insanity starting from our regulars. Mm-hmm. The pl- the playing it off of these people we've never seen before, and these people we don't really know the interpersonal lives of. Mm-hmm. You have a hard time catching up with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? except that and they're like, also reading you see, you see this guy you, well, you think... see o'brien for flipping out yeah but you th- i thought this guy was tom corbin i actually thought he was too yeah. right like yeah and then but don't put me with someone who i might think is tom corbin there were give me i don't know o'brien or not o'brien but like barkley or who, someone i will say this episode is like a side character parade it's oh, like so truly. many side also, characters. Also, we never explain why Guinan doesn't lose her mind.
1: <laughs> well, that is true. Some coffee. She's an uh, Allurian? Is sure, right?
0: she's an Allurian, but like, what does that mean? I'm just Tell me a little bit. I remember Why don't we say the only people who are not affected on the ship are Guinan, Data, and Troy? Yeah. Why just write Guinan totally normal and never address it? Much coffee.
2: Kind of a surprise to see you here at this hour. Uh, why is that?
0: supposed to be working <laughs> yeah
2: out of the honeymoon yet usually newlyweds no, can't keep their hands off each other she has work to do she heads up the plant that's why
0: you're not fucking her right now pretty
2: forward things going
0: on down there. This guy. but that's the thing we don't know this guy <laughs> maybe true. this guy's always like this you know what I'm saying? I probably see you down here figure you'd be fucking your wife. <laughs> Bro, what are you doing here? <laughs> Dude. Keiko's, Keiko's off shift. You're off shift. Why aren't you making a baby? Dude, chill. <laughs> I've been hearing things. I've been hearing things about your uh, sex life? Kenneke in engineering. He's fucking Keiko.
4: What? He saw a man in an old Starfleet uniform riding the lift near the engine core. When the lift got to the top, there was no one on it. Ghost stories. There's more. There's lots more. There are strange things happening on this ship,
6: O'Brien. I'm surprised at you, Gillespie.
0: Like, why are we surprised? Why are we surprised at Gillespie? We don't know why we're surprised at Gillespie. Because we don't know uh, Gillespie. You <laughs> put, put frankly, somebody in there. Uh, you know what? Why you're well,
1: 100 percent right is there's. There, I think we've even heard them them talk about th- there's constant sort of problems with servicing all the characters because it's such a big ensemble. Right. So why why would it be this guy? Put Worf in there because Worf's the whole through line you don't really get. I thought they were going in the direction of having some of these people die and that's why they set them up.
2: <laughs> Our fleet officer, I have
6: more things to worry about than shades and spirits.
0: My wife might be fooling around with Tom. Have you seen him? <laughs> so handsome. Come. Uh, I did like this scene. Oh yeah, me too. Of a of a, of a slowly irritated uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Waiting for the door, and then when they knock, I thought that was very kind of like funny. <laughs> I also like it. That's a tough scene, and he really, of course, he didn't o-
1: overplay it, but like so easily overplayed the irritation and everything, and you could just see him like like a normal person being like. I'm annoyed, but that's weird. You should figure out a way to... Knock? To um, set up your front door to make the little... (laughs) I'm sure I
0: could do it.
5: Captain, do
7: you have a moment? We're concerned. We're afraid whatever happened on the Bertain may be starting here. Explain. Well, Beverly and I have been getting... Unusual reports, people behaving strangely, others hearing sounds that aren't there. Are
0: we talking about hallucinations. It's a rare in episode, cases, though, where they both have something to behavior. do. That's true, you know. That's true, but Wharf has nothing to do, really. If you ask me, that's true. Put him in ten four with O'Brien, keeping order. No, just like oh yeah, going insane. Yeah, definitely.
7: We can track. Down I guess they had to build to it later, it but they
0: could
1: have. But everything's st- you know, they could have even just been trading stories about their underlings. Yeah. Yeah. Said when we found the Bretane.
5: Yes. Captain, we have to get the Enterprise away from here before it gets any worse.
1: That seems like a
6: jump. We're prepared to take the Bretane in too. We'll be on our way within the hour.
0: Well, he has a very reasoned response to that. I think you think it's a jump for Crusher and for Troy?
1: Cru- for Crusher to be like to assume it's we got to get away from the ship. I mean, I would have thought more, this is some kind of virus or something. It's interesting they have two episodes back-to-back. Back. Uh, I'm sorry, I watched the next one. But they're uh, that are like, it's a virus, can't find it, or I don't know what's wrong kind of a thing. Um,
0: Why'd you watch the next one, Andy? Because
1: we've been going to That
0: holodeck a- recreation is pretty cool in that next one. Anyway. I haven't seen it in years. When they try to figure out where the shadows come oh, from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Next week, guys.
6: maneuvers tractor beam range.
0: This is where she loses her job.
1: <laughs> Ensign Rager, you really got to keep it together.
0: I mean, everybody else seems to still be able to do what they're supposed That's to be
1: doing. true. Aye, sir. Luckily, she later enlisted as a space marine in space above and
4: beyond. Is there a problem, Ensign?
5: I can't seem to remember how to enter the coordinates, sir.
0: <laughs> Why does that make I, you laugh so much? Because of how brutal they are with, like, replacing her immediately Oh, sure <laughs> But I suppose, under like, I guess under the circumstance yeah. of There's this thing going around And we need any weird behavior to be reported Oh,
1: that's definitely what's going on I don't Because I'd like just... to
0: imagine if this was really just out of the blue it's happening like, hey, Should they be gone. that brutal?
1: <laughs> you remember all those years you slaved and worked so hard <laughs> To get to the top of every class to be in Starfleet? All done Lynn, Lynn Ready now, guess Captain. what? You get it to sick bay,
0: Yes, and Helm Also, Ensign Lynn Remember when make that warm. devil replaced you? Where'd they put you? Captain.
6: <laughs> was that engine? I don't remember <laughs> Impulse engines Ahead minimum power
7: Impulse engines are not responding, sir
6: Jordy, what's going on?
7: Alright, we're
0: down replacing Lynn too God damn it Just like I wish that was my line You want to be that just, guy? I just want one line Yeah In Star Trek Sure. That is impulse engines are not responding, sir. I think that's reasonable. I think I could deliver it. Yeah. In fourteen takes. Fourteen. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I don't know, sir. True. You could. Do Ensign. That. Ensign Myra. No, that's not the line, Matt. Take it again. Yep. Im. <laughs> impulse. I think you would do better than you think you would do. Impulse engines, on. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. Nothing's
4: responding. Get this guy out of here.
0: Ensign <laughs> <Enten> Lin. <Lynn. laughs>
4: Engage. Captain, we don't have warp drive either.
1: Ensign Lin was in a TV series called Space Academy. No functional propulsion system Project no, UFO.
0: <laughs> Apparently we do. Not. <laughs> Did you just say UFO instead of
1: UFO? Like I think I'm thinking of the British series. called I think they called it UFO. Y O or- U. UFO. But they called it UFO. It's UFO. Know. This right. is this is definitely Project UFO. But um, he's also in... <gasps> you know who Enton Lin is. He's
0: the guy in space above and beyond.
1: He's Takashi in Revenge of the Nerds.
0: Oh my god! I knew I knew him from something, and that's what I knew him from. Bulls, well, that sounds like you didn't play a jingle when you. I know, but I'm you didn't. You it. weren't confident in knowing him. No, I didn't even think I knew him. But here it is.
1: Seconds claim to fame. I know him from something big.
0: <laughs> something big. The there it is. It is. It was big. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I think that the the part of the of the Secunda's claim to fame for me that works the best is the fact that you um, the, the fanfare music. It's like the Tippany drums are going, yeah. and then it's just you saying, "I know him from something big." <laughs> it's very comedically <laughs> satisfying.
1: <laughs>
6: A distant location. We cannot
4: expect a response for at least
6: another two weeks.
1: That's John Chataway that did that. Uh, Themes.
0: Thank you, the John.
4: And the Enterprise, as well as the data from the last series of probes. I conclude we become trapped
0: in a massive rush Get of space it, everyone? Into which yes, data. Absorbed. You make that joke so- every day. Titan's Rift.
4: A what? A rare anomaly named after Bella Tychon, a Malthusian captain who first encountered it. Titan's Rift. That would explain why we don't have engine power. The ship's energy is being drained into the fissure before we can utilize it.
0: I couldn't stop farting. <laughs> Beverly. <See>? Beverly? Beverly?
1: <laughs> it's
4: starting here, Beverly! What <laughs> was detained. When Tykin was trapped in the rift, his analysis determined that a massive energy release might overload and dislocate the anomaly Fortunately, his cargo included anisium and urium, which he used to detonate the explosion. He then escaped through the ruptured center
0: of the rift. But we aren't carrying anything that could produce that kind of an explosion. Not even our photon torpedoes would be enough. Oh, maybe Maybe what? Warfabe? (laughs) (laughs) Beverly, you you get my joke?
4: (laughs) This scene made me think how long we've
1: got a, a decent amount of time without a data story. It's interesting that they have... They don't seem to have a lot of... I don't know. they got 26 episodes to do, but it's like they're not spreading out the types of stories the way that you should be attentive to in terms of, like, there's a virus thing driving everybody crazy, then there's another one with a
0: sort of similar thing. They haven't done I think that's always... They seem to always come in bunches, right? Yeah. They feel like yes, Star Trek episodes seems to always... They always seem to come in bunches. I wonder what it that is. It's almost like... We need virus stories. Two rooms <laughs> break them both off. They both come back. Meh. You let's, know what? These are both, both good. Let's, let's do them let's...
1: both. I wonder if it's just because they're so constantly under the gun that they just have to finish it and shoot it. And
0: uh, I mean, that could be it, but it also could be the fact that they can't decide between the two stories. Yeah, Don't cater.
4: We must then find why a way to, to generate one for a violent energy release without using conventional
0: What are we going to do now, Andy?
4: Data,
5: in Tyken's experience, did the crew exhibit behavioral changes?
4: No. There were no reports of unusual conduct among the crew.
5: What about nightmares?
4: There were no records of sleep disturbances of any kind, Counselor.
5: Then what is it? What's happening to us?
4: You're the doctor.
0: Yeah, but the only one you're an Android. By all this is data. <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate data. Data. Okay. Download every medical text printed uh, in Starfleet Medical. Done. Okay. What is it, Data? I don't know. <laughs> I love how it breaks. Like he just stopped putting gel in his hair.
1: No, but is that true? I'm one. Too true. But I love it. I love how, how he plays so, getting fucking PO'd and the garden scene. And he's like imagine. just barely holding no, it together. I'd be a
6: liar if I said I felt like myself. I've had to bite my tongue to keep from snapping
1: at people. You snap at people all the time, Riker. A couple of times I've
4: gone to my quarters and felt as if there was someone else in there waiting for me.
0: But not like a lady we picked up. You know what I, I mean? I have a lot of people in my quarters, so...
6: With everyone succumbing It's even more important That one of us Attempt to keep Control of his faculties I want you to turn in Take a nap
0: I'll be up. On- I'm truly Got in This moment Yeah Here's what I do Okay I order Everyone on the ship To be confined To their quarters Mm-hmm I then Order Data To assume All command functions Of the ship Mm-hmm and I say, if you need me, call me. I'll be going crazy alone. Figure this out.
1: <laughs> I agree with you that I, I do wonder why Data wasn't put in charge sooner, but they need people to figure stuff out and do stuff. It
0: seems like they really just but need it, it should be Crusher.
1: it should be much more of a hair trigger of, like, everyone has this information. The sec- It's basically like they did to Ensign Rager. Like, it's the second anything yeah, happens, really you're going to your quarters, us. we may be down to Data, and that's it.
0: Yeah. Well, really, it should have been down to data, Troy, and Guinan. They should have worked together to solve the problem. Clearly. Yes, sir. Deck eight. So
1: annoyed. I like that Picard chooses to play kind of completely out of it also. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's really tough to keep together in front of that guy. Uh, I mean, this is all very visual, so I don't think we need to play the audio of it. It's just actors acting. Riker. Although, I do like that senses Les... is a non-lady. I do like that Les Landau said, you know what? Let's uh, put two more people behind Dorn. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good touch. <laughs> I am playing, playing a loud thing. Because it makes
1: it more embarrassing for Sir? Picard.
0: Nothing. You're not going to believe this, that the ceiling was
2: coming down.
0: (laughs) Could you check the turbo lift for malfunctions?
1: I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm fine. (laughs) What? What would be wrong?
0: As you were. I said as you were! See, like, I feel like real, real Captain Picard. Yeah. I feel like he's the kind of guy who would immediately have those two other people transferred off the ship. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> like, I can't true. be a functioning captain anymore. They've seen me they have seen me a meltdown. Yelling at a ceiling. <laughs> I feel like the data is completely unaffected by
1: any of it.
2: Doo, doo, doo.
6: Mr. Data, will you join me in my ready room?
0: I also think that conversation between Riker and Patrick Stewart Riker and uh, Picard and the turbo lift I think Data should have been there for that like I think he should have had his first officer and his third officer or second officer rather well I guess the progression supposed to be that then when
1: his brain immediately goes he's like I have to I have to take other measures that don't even include Riker mm. but uh, I think it would have been more concise I agree with you these
0: uh, pajamas that Riker has are hilarious by the way they look very comfortable they do look I mean, I'm not going to argue with them. <laughs> it's funny how different everybody's pajamas are, though. <laughs> There's definitely no standard pajamas the, uh, in Starfleet. The Fleet. pajama rack at the Paramount Star Trek costuming yeah. house must have been just
1: This is the one time enormous. I get to choose what my character would dress. It's going to be to this.
4: Perhaps the modifications used to increase firepower against the Borg would be effective here. Channeling power to the main um, deflector dish. Yes, sir. I believe that within six hours we could generate a concentrated burst of energy which might disrupt the Tiken's rift. Very well. Proceed, Mister Data.
6: Yes, sir. Do you like? It appears it? that I am not immune to the strange forces that are at work on this ship. Yes, sir. Terrifying prospect to lose control of one's mind.
0: Mm hmm. I wouldn't know, sir. When I was
6: young, I remember watching my grandfather deteriorate from a powerful, intelligent figure to a frail wisp of a man who could barely make his own way home. Mr. Data, it is my responsibility. Somehow, to see that this ship is guided to safety. I will need to rely on you from now on. We may need
1: to count on you for our very survival. I will do my best, sir. Data is the most data in this episode that I've seen. Well, And I really like it. It's also like... Like, you compare it to all the crap in season one with him smiling and laughing and doing a bunch of weird stuff. And in this, it's just like he's dealing with terrifying situations. He's stepping on egos because he has to. It's just like when he just, like, acting Captain Captain Data says this. Like, he's like, all right, this is the next thing I got to do to protect the
0: ship. Just matter of fact. I also like this, um, weirdly, I felt bad for Data in this scene. Why? Just because when he leaves he says i'll do my best sir yeah and he walks out okay he's just a being that will never understand the circumstances he's under
1: well, you know what i mean like sure, if he so badly wishes he could That's the heart of the sadness about data.
0: Yeah, and I think. But this is the first time I ever felt it for him.
1: That's really interesting, and that's to my point. That's why. That's why it's so great because it's just like, wow, he should be reacting more to
0: this, and it's like, no, he shouldn't. Yeah, that's that's the. That is a thousand percent how. That is the tragedy. How the character you created should be acting. Yeah, it's really great. It is my responsibility. Just the way he just goes somehow. I will do my best, sir. The ship is guided to (laughs) say. Yeah,
1: and I really like that. And I give that credit to both the script and the actor. but I will say this: this story about his grandfather's dementia feels like it's like they're saying like this is the theme, and they've definitely been in the area of losing your faculties in Star Trek many times. but uh, what's what is the theme of this
0: episode? Like what I think are they thematically getting? this is very in character for Picard this sort of this speech this thing uh-huh. you, you, I buy that the cap, the character of Jean-Luc his fact, Picard it's. that is his, his biggest fear so it's just each character has their own thing yes like That's Worf's fair. thing is I'm not gonna be a warrior anymore uh-huh. apparently O'Brien's is Keiko wants to sleep with Tommy <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently like um, maybe it was Timmy T Crusher
1: what happened, to her I don't remember
0: Crusher does totally? just start forgetting everything, yeah, but she also like thinks she would be used to that comes up with the song. Um, and then Riker, yeah his fear is that he thinks someone's in his bed, but there isn't anyone there. His fear is that no one is in his bed, his fear is that snakes are in his bed. <laughs> Instead of ladies (laughs) That's his fear
1: (laughs) What if it wasn't ladies But (laughs) (laughs) snakes That's everyone's fear That's
4: horrifying I will do my best sir
5: I'd like to do more cross sections On the brain tissue of some of these bodies Set up the positron emission sensor in sickbay and I'll decide which ones I want to study. I
1: thought this was an effectively scary scene. Oh, sure. I think anytime you're in. All uh, the corpses coming the, back to life uh, like zombies. Anytime you're
0: in a morgue, I think, yeah. yeah. Also, like. But
1: now, is this the morgue? That was what I was going to ask. Or is this a repurposed room? This seems like it's the morgue. Oh, uh, you see? Yeah, I will say this is the morgue. i got to say, that's pretty cool that the Enterprise has a morgue. I guess it makes sense that they would have a morgue.
0: Yeah, although I don't know why I just wouldn't put everyone in a transporter buffer. Or do they... Oh, that's also true. Do they do it would a... take a lot of energy. That's probably why. I assume it's...
1: Well, maybe it was Spock's re- request. But I assume that they shoot people out into
0: space, a la Sea Burial. Uh, that's what Spock... They do with obviously. I mean, they do that with him, yeah. Because they're What's crippled God. under impulse power and they give him a funeral pit for a Spock. Yeah. Um, I assume they do that all the time. It seems
1: like it was really standard procedure in that scene. Uh, I always,
0: I never assumed they did that all the time. That's a good, interesting, question. weird to hear the president's circle door open like that <laughs> without that's anybody.
1: True. I'm sorry, I didn't uh, hit the theme, guys.
0: Uh, there's is so much sh- No dialogue in this. Yeah, episode. that's fine. Well, yeah, it's fine for a, not a for an audio podcast that doesn't... It's 10 to 11. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying. But it is very scary. She turns around and all of the uh, bodies have sat up. I like that
1: it's that also. I thought it was going to be them all kind of, you know... Uh, Dancing. Horror... And... <laughs> exactly, just like in the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Um, no, I thought they were all going to kind of, you know, be putting their hands on her and coming close to her and trying to back her and, and, and surround her. Um, I also like that she has the presence of mind, even in this. The faculty
0: still to say go away, just say go away, or know to know that she's no it's bullshit. Captain, yeah. yeah.
5: let me ask you this: since we located the Brittain, can you remember any of your dreams?
0: Mm, that was one with a dog. I hardly ever. He was talking. He Most is,
5: people don't. Was but asking think,
0: for.
6: Have bean you even recipes? had a dream in the last ten days? <laughs>
5: I'm willing to bet you haven't. What's more neither has anyone else. On- we
1: don't have Shh. money Beverly. Except what would for you Troy. bet with?
5: <laughs> I began to realize that when she talked about having nightmares. I've uh, done some additional did, brain tissue did scans. Did this add to on- your
1: feeling about data? That he's just standing there watching what's going on trying to evaluate who's gone crazy and who hasn't.
0: I think he's trying to evaluate what the information is. Yeah.
5: The bodies, some of the bodies from the, um...
4: The... The Pertain Doctor.
5: Right, and, uh, I've also done some scans on a random cross-section from our crew. They both have the same results. A unique chemical imbalance. Caused by. Dream deprivation. (laughs) Every night, when we... We... Enter into sleep.
4: I believe what the doctor means is that humans enter into what is known as REM sleep, rapid eye movement.
0: It is the it kills me that, that neither of them say REM. Well,
4: brainwave activity at which Maybe one they called
0: something different in the future. Uh, by the way, there's no band to confuse it with in the future.
1: Matt, I think that Beverly is doing a really good job here. I think she dissected the problem. I think she points everything in the right direction. Uh-huh. And it led me to a theory.
2: Where are all the bathrooms at? Who let an android have a cat? Is Data just pretending to be so dim? No one knows the answers. Least of all him It's
0: and. All right,
1: Andy, what's your theory? I may have to revise this theory depending on where it goes from here, but I feel like there have been several episodes where Beverly has been far above the level of competence that we have seen her previously. I believe that Beverly was replaced by a Beverly clone. It's interesting that you should bring up a reference to a clone in the spoiler at the of the section at the end of the uh, podcast. Because I think she's been replaced. Is it, is it Wesley that has replaced the clone for his own purposes and taken the original Beverly? Because he felt the actual Beverly was not doing his bidding correctly? Who knows? But I do feel like there was a smarter version of a clone, perhaps with her brain corrected, uh, that has uh, replaced the old Beverly.
0: You think there's no chance that she just took that year off to actually go to medical school? When? <laughs> Oh, they, they, they replaced... The clone the, replaced No, her. no, no. What I'm saying is... Yeah. Beverly Crusher was there. Yeah. Then she was like, you know, I'm not really good at kind of for this doctor thing. I better <laughs> actually finally go to medical school. You mean when Pulaski... Gotta go for a year. When Pulaski's Pulaski comes there? in. I think if that, And then she comes back and she's like, I can't immediately be a better doctor. They're gonna know. I'll have to slowly... Well, that's up. a good cover. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> Either of those is a good theory.
2: These theories are very interesting because he's
0: really smart Matt I'm just, too I'm just going through uh Colmini's IMDB photos and you know here's a, here I just like I just casual Star Trek clothes are very funny to me <laughs> like they <that's, J-R>. are <laughs> there's I'm just showing Andy' it a shot of D space so 9 ugly D Space9 Keiko and uh <laughs> poor Keiko stuck in something terrible. Because
1: she's in the whatever lab Yeah, botany Botany lab Botany Bay Botany Bay Botany Bay Botany, botany Bay. Bay I was not on that episode Oh, no <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's true He it wasn't
5: Dream, we We begin to lose our cognitive It's also interesting abilities. in that Star we Trek thing hard.
1: that uh, In Star Trek 2 you He knows immediately In every other episode of Star Trek It's this endless discussion of Like, well, it was that thing Or, well, let's dig up the
0: files And, oh, yeah, that's right That happened
1: uh, check off. he knows immediately
0: well I think when he's in the SETI Alpha system he's yeah. probably like we sent
1: Khan here I get the sense that they aren't even thinking about it
0: based on that performance but you mm. could be right mm. anyway I mean they're just looking for a lifeless planet to do a Genesis experiment on it's true in their Miranda class vessel no that's a Reliant Oh, is is the Reliant a Miranda class? It's not, is it? Isn't it? It has a different top. You're kidding? No, that's just uh, updated. It's like a refit, like the uh, Constitution oh, class this. refit. All right. Andy has so man. He tabs open because he's Andy Secunda. I right,
1: look up Reliant A.
0: <laughs> the Reliant A. Ooh, I like it. It was such a good ship. They had to that's give it a Reliant. give it another.
1: Uh, it's also Miranda class. You're uh, totally right. I apologize. It's okay. It looks different, though. It doesn't have the thing on top. What are you talking about? Yes, this it does. It has a
0: weird cross
1: hatch here. So does
0: the one we're looking at on the screen. <laughs> oh, I see. It looked different from Guys, the side. It, Andy has face blindness and <laughs> ship blindness. I was looking. At I it think from you're the side. like you're getting a little confused because there is there are some extra decks on it, like they did. They no, did beef it up. Like, maybe. They refit it. But it just
1: looked like, uh, on the side, it looked like it was another, like, almost like a... Connected? The neck, except going upward.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. That's yeah, what yeah, I
1: thought yeah. it was. probably a sensor array. Mm, we're into class.
5: How to do the most ordinary things. Yeah, task. this had
0: a, a lot of people on it, right? Paranoid. Say?
5: Some people experience hallucinations.
0: Probably had a couple Describing hundred. The situation on There's the only ship.
1: 34 on the... Well retain. that's a science vessel,
0: yeah, so they just
1: make bigger Come and smaller versions
0: report. of the same night class ship. No, I think it's the same size. Maybe it's they just don't cram as many people. they're just like uh, they probably have like a bunch of lab rooms and, uh-huh. and big big experiment like Seems- you know what they probably do on that ship. they probably like beam in space whales. yeah, that's probably what they do. I'm like check them out <laughs> on board the ship
5: <laughs> she's Betazoid I don't know why. All I know is that there's more going on here than being caught in a Tychon's Rift. And I don't know how or why it's happening, but I do know this. There is an inevitable... We will all go insane.
0: Do you think there's... I I really do wonder about the science basis of this episode. Like... The REM theory? Yeah. I don't know. Seems suspect to me. If it's
1: what they thought at the
0: time. Though it's regarded as a clunker, uh, sorry, I'm going to read Larry's actual words. (laughs) Though it's regarded as a clinker, Mm. (laughs) this is their big Hogan's Hero tribute episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Of the fourth season by many fans and those involved, the script from a story by Sherry Goodharts, who penned the most toys during season three, does let Troy save the ship for once. The story suffered from time problems, among other things. Michael Pillar recalled that the energy and pace were slow, so slow that the episode ran nine minutes over and had to be severely cut. Hmm. After flying in a suspended harness during filming, yep, they didn't cut the all the side characters. <laughs> uh, Marina Certis joked. We'll find out as soon as my fucking... In the meantime, I can tell you what the lack of REM sleep causes. Oh, hang on one second, pal. Okay. Uh, Research joked that her plea for more action scenes for Troy had backfired. (laughs) Uh definitely afraid of heights. The scene shot throughout an entire day of second unit production seemed like a great idea in the meeting, but were a terrible production mistake. Jerry Taylor and said... Rob Legato was more blunt and said, Horrible. (laughs) Long-time Trek fans should recall Brian Tochi as a young Ray Singato in the original series episode, All the Children Shall Lead. Oh, is that the one with Miri? I think so. Uh, More recently, he was the voice of Leonardo in the Ninja Turtles movies.
1: That's uh, where people lit. would
0: know him for. <laughs> Not that from. voice. I skipped over that one. Well, you know, why did you skip over that? I don't know. I didn't figure anybody would care <laughs> about the voice yeah, of it. Only because you were 20 when that movie came out. I don't know. The rest of us were young and enjoyed it. Whatevs. Until we were old and realized it wasn't great. <laughs> Corey uh, Feldman was uh, Donna. Yeah, I remember that. Was he Donatello? Tellu? I don't know. Oh, my God. I did like I the comic you? book. I like the comic book. Oh, here he goes
1: again. But I didn't care about the, like the original source material. <laughs> it's not that. I was just
0: younger. <laughs> I don't like Discovery. It's nothing like regular Star Trek. It's you. I know, but you sound like me now. <laughs> uh, uh, and he has appeared in everything from Santa Barbara to the last two Police Academy movies. That's fun. Michael Acuda's plaque for the Britann inexplici- inexplicably labeled... Uh, uh, Britaine. Oh Oh, he spelled it wrong um, The redressed Reliant Miniature from Star Trek II Identifies the ship as NCC-21166 of the Miranda class Built uh, at the yo Division Yo-Yo Yep, another Buckaroo Banzai reference for Andy huh. uh, Over 40 What a bunch of nerds Uradani A Over 40 iridani A. That's Vulcan's son. So this was built at a shipyard over by Vulcan. That's pretty cool. Boy, oh boy, Mike Okuda. What a dork. (laughs) 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 More in-jokes. TNG staffers can be seen in the explosives manifest that Data and Troy examine. Entries include Moride, Polyronite, 4, Ron Moore, Uh, Blah, 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 blah Okay, that's all the information We have about that script And your actual information
1: What are the effects of lack of REM sleep? It can be either chronic or acute The levels of sleep deprivation can vary wildly Your chronic sleep-restricted state Can cause fatigue, daytime sleepiness, clumsiness And weight loss or weight gain It adversely affects the brain
0: And cognitive function But it doesn't seem to be
1: suggesting it's
0: Insanity Yeah I mean, maybe if you add that to enclosed space, in space. Maybe. I don't know. And farting. Look, what am I going to do? I'm just the podcast host. It's true.
3: Eyes in the dark.
0: Eyes in the dark, one moon circles. Troy wakes up. Let's say you'll hallucinate after 72 hours without sleep. Mm. I don't know what the longest I've gone is. Probably like 48, 58, something like that. I think for me it's two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, usually, Andrew shuts Andy down without sleep after two and a half hours. <laughs> He's actually never made it to the end of one of these podcasts. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I make so many mistakes with the cues. I'm dead
1: asleep. No matter what I
5: do, no one can reach REM sleep. No one
0: can dream. Look. That's clunky dialogue. Yeah. Just say, no one can dream. No matter what I do, no one is dreaming. It's not great. Don't say, no matter what I can do, no one is reaching R.E.M. sleep. No one can dream. Yeah. We've already explained it in the previous scene. Yeah, I agree.
5: Except for you.
0: You're our hope, Troy.
5: <sighs> Except me.
7: And I...
1: All I have is nightmares.
0: Are nightmares? Is it is or are? Literally we're just gonna pause everyone to go. If we were writing that in the room, it'd be go we is or are? This is so snarky, but should I check the script? All I have is nightmares. All I have is nightmares. That might be correct though. Is nightmares. All I have is All I have is. Oh
1: yeah, that's an interesting question. All I have are. I have our nightmares. No, what all she I have has is nightmares.
0: Oh, is nightmares. I think that might be all grammatically I have is correct. Nightmares. I think that might be grammatically correct.
1: I think it's all so it's like all, I, all, all I, have I see when I sleep. All I see is death. Right. I wonder if it can be either.
0: Hmm, interesting. I'm sure it can't be. What does the script say?
7: <laughs> I can it. hardly <laughs> sleep at all anymore.
0: We were I wish, laughing at her. I wish it was and like... might be right. Oh, I wasn't laughing at her. I was laughing uh, at the script. I have is Nightmares. Definitely in the script is that, so... Oh, I didn't think that was Marina. She would not do that. All right. She's a pro. She is. Follow-up. I wish that the nine minutes that were cut out of the script, or out of the episode, because it was nine minutes over... Yeah. I wish the following nine minutes were Crusher and Troy debating whether it was is or are. <laughs> <laughs>
7: In the end, I'll be like him, just like him,
0: alive.
6: Well, I think
3: it's and cry kind
6: of experiment. What do you know, see, Captain Picard? Is trying to see how long
4: we'll take it stuck here like rats. Oh, you couldn't be more wrong. It's like we're laboratory animals. I don't want to sit here.
0: The the the, the makeup they gave him in this scene. Is like crazy because it's like zombie makeup. Yeah, it's too far. <laughs> it's, uh, hey, hey, uh, Westmore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a human. <laughs> it's fine. No, no, no. This he, he, is my interpretation of what this. This maybe this guy's not from Earth. Do you know how many
1: tired, going crazy people's makeup I got to do in this episode Wait for death to sneak up behind me?
2: What's that supposed to mean? You heard about them on the Bretagne... No
0: address of why she's cognizant and fully functional.
2: I'd rather go out fighting.
1: She doesn't even uncross her Guinan hands. I know.
2: Okay, all power has been channeled to the... um...
0: I think at this point Data should relieve everyone of duty. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, oh... This guy who is blind to begin with.
2: <laughs> what? That seems can
0: see. No, his brain has to work harder to process this visor. Is that right?
2: True? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Is that what Do you to Can find a little bit more about that in the next episode? About how his visor works? Um, or am I, I jumping was... even further ahead? Was... Anyway, whatever. Yeah. So his brain's constantly f- sending all that signal pathways into like a visual image in his brain. So that's A. B, uh... He's probably uh, next to a lot of controls that could do some serious damage. Oh, <laughs> <Well>, that's <terrible. laughs> So well, if, well if I'm Data, scared. I'm like, you know what, Jordy? Let's take you up here to this pillow room. Yeah. That's right. There are pillows everywhere. The,
4: the main deflector dish. Yes. Right. The deflector dish. <sighs> so.
0: I'd like a deflector dish pizza.
4: What do we do
3: now?
0: What? We could go for that. The bridge.
4: Mr. Worf. Activate the deflector. Aye,
0: sir. I mean, I could totally do it from here, but I want you to do it, Warf.
6: Deflector power banks hey, approaching Hey, how are you day. doing in the
1: competition?
0: In what do you seconds. mean? The food competition. I mean, I'm still on. You on track? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you not? Uh, discharge You're
1: in not seconds. me. <laughs> Two. Up and down. One.
0: Pew, pew.
1: We're having a weight loss
0: competition at work, FYI. Ye- and I seem to be the only one participating. Life support system.
1: Yeah, Understood. one of one of our. Of uh, I see everybody. One of our office mates built in a an option that you could lose the most weight or gain the most weight. I don't know if she immediately was just like "fuck it." I don't know. I think she's still trying to lose though. All right,
0: I hope so for her sake, because then she's not going to win the money. It's true. It's all about the money. I mean, really what's going to happen is, I mean, Bishop's plan is to not do anything until a week before, and then try to cut weight like a fucking high school wrestler by not eating or drinking for four days. Oh, I can't, that can't go right. Uh, so Wharf tries to kill himself, because he's no longer a warrior. He has fear. Okay. I, oh, my incidentally, question. Incidentally, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just looked this up because it said I, I,
1: loop, uh, I don't know loop ju-, whatever he says and then at the end I noticed in the script it's Alexandrin so I assume oh that's got to be something about Alexander and I looked it up and it's
0: I have failed Alexander hmm, that's nice. kind of nice for a son that is very nice now does Troy come to his quarters because she senses this yes
1: and I love that
0: oh you say yes
1: is that clear? Definitely, she's wa- I feel like she's walking. I can look at the script, but she's walking around outside and then she senses something and goes in. And I think that's how Troy should fucking be used all the time. <laughs> Just walking
0: in circles around the ship? Well, not
1: walking in circles around the ship, but like, you know, sensing shit that's going on. And I've then stopped four
0: suicides this week, Captain. What? <laughs> um,
1: oh, yes. It's on wharf. Unseen by most, he turns and walks off the bridge. Troy sees him goes, go, however, and looks puzzled.
0: Yeah, she. But she's not seeing. on the ship. She's not she on the was bridge. on the bridge. She's not in the bridge in that shot. She's not on the bridge. She's in sickbay oh, still.
4: If we draw more power, we risk losing. They, they didn't shoot her. her.
0: They didn't shoot her sorry. on the bridge. Yeah, I guess it's something that maybe some they, they cut. Place. Oh, yeah, they, they, they did. do. I don't remember what happened four seconds ago. What? No. <laughs> then I like Andy's previous version where she's wandering. The ship. I don't know. I remember her
1: reacting to what was going on. To, to what she sensed was happening with him. Yeah.
0: Alright.
7: It's not a dream. It's not a dream at all. It's a message. REM sleep occurs at a different frequency for Betazoids than for other humanoids. I believe the beings are using that frequency to communicate
0: tele- Now, do they mean frequency like... Only so often, or
6: pew pew, pew
0: choo, 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 Dial it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is the
1: definition of frequency. I sort of read it as like it's it's like a level of communication is what she's saying.
0: I always I, I was reading it as like beta zeds only go into REM sleep once every six months. Uh huh. That's why it's no problem for me not to be having it. Oh yeah. I don't know.
4: The clue. It is possible that this telepathic communication is creating interference in the REM sleep of other species. That would explain why the rest of our crew is not dreaming.
6: Consular, what are these beings trying to tell us?
7: They're calling for help. I think they're trapped just like we are. Eyes in the dark
0: couldn't... I don't know. Let's say you're sleep-deprived, super tired. Right. You're like, going to dim the lights but, everywhere. Valid point. Or are you gonna fucking crank everything? Wait, we're gonna uh, party
1: Were they not preserving energy because of all the things they're trying to do?
0: Oh, didn't make sense, but Andy fixed it. second this twin star system. You
1: know what happens late at night? Your hypothesis but is you become impossible. an expert.
4: That's <laughs> about as scary as data there being may be in another charge other ship. On the other side of the fissure where we cannot detect it.
5: Is there a way we could block their signals?
4: There is no technology to block telepathic transmissions, Doctor.
0: Oh, that's right. right. <laughs> then, uh, Patrick My friend once blocked my telepathy with a helmet. <laughs> Sir? <laughs> well, ruin. Maybe communication
7: through dreams can work both ways. I could try and get them to stop.
4: Perhaps we could accomplish more than that. If there is another ship, and we can reach them. We might be able to coordinate our efforts to free ourselves.
7: It is conceivable. When working with patients with debilitating nightmares, I've often used a therapeutic treatment called directed dreaming. Dreamers can learn to control their dreams,
0: retain (laughs)
7: conscious memory, even while in REM sleep.
1: So it's always interesting also when they even in rem sleep when they say things that exist today and at the time
0: but they say it as though it's new information to the future people no they're saying it as if it's they're talking to a television audience mm-hmm. which would remember uh, people treat as the stupidest people on the planet i have a wharf question at your leisure
1: oh happy to do it what's up um, he says in the scene, the previous scene, I feel fear, and that's the reason he's losing his mind, or he's freaking out about it.
0: Uh-huh. Does Worf not feel fear? I think they, they probably Klingon warriors are, like, they do not feel fear. That's an interesting... They travel with it as a companion.
1: <laughs> that's a great line, if that doesn't exist anywhere. <laughs> um... It just feels like... It certainly feels like they would deny it, and they would control it, and they would kind of... Like, you have to be brave past the fear. But it's interesting, the idea of like, wait, do they just not feel
0: it at all? Well, I mean, maybe they have worked past it. Mm-hmm. Like just, like Vulcans have... Yeah. Worked past you know, that's it. That's why they're always thinking every fucking day is a good day to die.
1: Because mm-hmm. What do they care? They don't feel fear. I mean,
0: what's the ultimate thing people or beings fear? Probably death, right? Yeah. But Klingons, it's like... <laughs> Fuck that, we're going to Stovokor. Let's go. Yeah. Hey.
4: Working together with the aliens, we must discover a means by which we can produce an explosion more intense than either one of us could achieve alone.
7: What is it you're looking for?
4: These are the elements we have available. Some of them could be used in the creation of an explosive reaction. If we could communicate this inventory to the other ship, perhaps they would be able to... No, Data, no.
7: This is too complex. It has to be a simple, clear message.
4: I'm uncertain if a simple transmission would be adequate. (sighs)
7: Stop. Go back. Further back. There, stop. One moon circles.
4: Yes, Counselor. One electron circles one proton. This is a hydrogen atom. One I know that circles, I went to Starfleet that's what Academy. Been
7: telling me over and over.
4: Perhaps the aliens are thinking as we are, to collaborate in producing an explosion. If hydrogen is combined with another element, calandanium, for example, it is extremely volatile. But what the message mean? That they have hydrogen, or they want hydrogen?
7: Well, if it's a distress call. I think they'd be asking for what they need, not what they already have.
0: What if it's, the it's a sales talk? <laughs> to
4: release hydrogen into the rift and hope they have a call. substance that would detonate it.
7: <sighs> How do I tell them what to do?
4: If you are correct, counselor, I believe they have already told us what to do and are waiting for us to do it. When we are ready, the only message you should attempt to convey is now.
1: Not, where are you, nine times.
0: Where are you? (laughs) I'm floating. (laughs) Where
1: are you? Have you not, do you not have this shot yet? Do I still have to be up on these wires?
4: (laughs) Proceed. We will have to draw power from the life support systems in order to discharge the collectors.
0: I'll take it from here. This is
4: acting Captain Data. I love how fast All that is. personnel will report to the designated shelter areas immediately. Life support systems will continue only in emergency shelter areas.
3: Hear that?
0: Meanwhile, back in Wacky Zig Bay. is really uh, having his moment. Wacky 10 forward, I mean.
3: Get us jammed into shelter areas. We sit and wait to die. Nobody will ever find us.
5: Relax, Gillespie. Everybody relax. Ten forward is a designated shelter
6: area. Relax.
0: (laughs) These guys. I love how uh, much this guy has failed at his Starfleet career. He's, like, still an Anson. Probably...
2: Fifty-five. here. Maybe you like his People's work.
6: Children. Security to ten-four oh. immediately. We don't even know what we're dying for. Sit down, Gillespie. You're not helping matters.
3: What's wrong with standing up for ourselves? Yeah. yeah. Right. Picardos <laughs> has some answers.
0: <laughs> Picardos <laughs> has some answers. So I punch you in the face because this this feels like a scene that was not intended in the script like really and then they sort of like talked about it were like there's no action in this episode yeah that might be that they didn't cut it though
1: they had stuff to cut also they probably spent a lot on these stuntmen
0: I love that, that Guinan pulls the shotgun out from behind the bar oh it's a very classic uh Western. bartender-y bullshit it's pretty cool.
3: what is that
5: it's a little souvenir I picked up from Magus 3
0: <laughs> the Maguses gave it to me they live on Magus 3.
5: That was setting number one. Speaking Anyone want to see
0: setting in. number two? Would it be better if someone was looking down th- at them through the floor that <laughs> she just blew a hole in the ceiling for the next deck? <laughs> or I guess a ten forward. Hello, maybe, Mrs. And Johansson. <laughs> What's going on down there? You kids quiet down with your parties. My beautiful tiling. I specifically asked for a quarters assignment end near the bar. <laughs> PGO
5: signals steady. Visual cortex showing increased activity. Rapid eye movements commencing.
0: What I do like here is that uh, Gates McFadden chooses to uh, miss her combat.
5: Crusher
4: to bridge. Good choice.
5: She's in REM sleep.
4: Thank you, doctor. Activating bussard collectors.
0: collectors we're looking for a beta so z that is the only you? thing that will cause an explosion with what we have is a single beta z that we is... asked the last ship for one it's a little thin they refused this is ridiculous
1: <laughs> i like that beverly and Troy are finally in the driver's seat and are doing things. Sure. They're, they're really... I think it's at this explosion activated somewhere I read was engines, the, the Genesis explosion. Engine's activated, sir. So like, that is the classic 80s
0: explosion.
1: <laughs> the classic Space 80s. Space explosion.
0: Let's set a bunch of sparklers on fire. Yeah. And then film it as So the is that thing falls. flying
1: off Supposed to be the aliens Freeing themselves? I think that was the alien
0: ship Going the it's other way It's unclear But yeah, I guess it must be I mean look here, her She's thrilled
4: We have cleared the rift sir No the one else are coming back online On the ship no.
1: I mean on the bridge rather Set The card fired everyone Because they made him Too uncomfortable
4: Setting a course For starbase 220
0: What do you think? Sir Five hours of sleep Everybody needs right now my duty
4: acting captain
0: So war, just Data and Guinan Are the only people awake the
4: same For all personnel
6: Oh well Mr. Data
0: is he going into his ready room to sleep? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's other turbo list up Data. Um. Thank you. Pleasant dreams, sir.
1: I kind of want Data to turn around and go, Mr. Data, engage.
0: Just to himself. <laughs> I, I wish, would, would this episode be the worst thing you've ever seen in your life if when Data turned back to camera, he had a single yellow tear <laughs> and said... <laughs> I wish I could dream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of like that, that last he, shot, just on data, as like, everybody Here's else what I would have liked.
0: Okay, just one little, one little touch for Matt. Go ahead, Matt. Computer, activate, activate, data command function one all command functions are now through this console and then Data can do the ship by himself
1: which we which we assumed he, assumed he could have always done and
0: which is something he, that was he bothersome
1: need because else. if <laughs> yeah. you know
0: Dr. Sung's homing beacon works again right <laughs> everyone's in trouble sure uh, alright there's your space the final frontier you know what it's time for Matt uh, it's time for the most valuable crew member that's right
2: Remember that this podcast is
1: free. To me, oh, well, I guess you got data. You don't in there like too. a split vote, do you? No. But to me, you got. I feel like. Well, Beverly, no one can do anything. Beverly and, and Troy are are really all over this episode. Yeah. Um, but I guess you can't really do anything without data. But Data can't do anything without them. Right. I would definitely, you've got to give a hand a hand to Troy on it. Like I'll tell he, you what. Without Troy, then they don't fix the whole thing. I think it's mainly and she figures Troy it and Crusher.
0: I believe it is, too. Because if you really think about it, all Data is there to do is release the hydrogen. <laughs> well, Like, to yeah. hit the hydrogen button. But that is essential. I know, but I feel like Guinan
1: could have hit that button. Or they could have auto, auto, automated it. Mm-hmm basically do automate it by having Data do it. Okay, I would say Troy and Crusher, I'm with you. But it's, you're splitting it? Well, you can't split don't we, it. Don't we each have we, one we, vote? We, we, I don't we, think we, that's we. what he ever said. I think we can you each have one. can't split it. We each have one vote, minimally. We wanted to split it even more. Um, wait,
0: so you're... Well, then who did I vote for? Uh, I voted for Troy. So then I voted for Dr. Crusher? You can do whatever it's you not want. a solo Dr. Crusher.
1: You can do whatever you want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you want to give no votes to... Uh, <laughs> Beverly? I'm going to give it to Troy also. Because I think Crusher identifies what is happening to them. Uh huh. But the solution is brought on by Troy. Uh huh. So, Beverly has been rising in the MVC ratings, FYI. I know, but guess what? What? I want to split the vote. You want to just agree? We're both splitting the vote. Yeah. All right. We point, five, point 0.5, Even all though right. it should be point three three, point three three,
1: point three three. Right. I would say even maybe if you want to split it up into percentage, then then Troy would get
0: more. But yeah, but we can't uh, ruin sorry, that guy's spreadsheet. That. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> Brad Arrington. Um. All right. There you go. I'm done with my business, pal. Well. You're not totally done with your business because we haven't given it a oh, rating. You're so right. I'm so, so tired. I th- fucking. Are you? <laughs> I think going I'm experiencing insane? night terrors right now. Somebody put me in the same room with uh,
0: Ray, where Rager is sleeping. Let's see, Andy. We've got a little bit more to go with this show. You're right. We've got to pretend to have a Star Trek Discovery conversation that we had earlier, quote unquote, in the show, but we're really just going to record it now. They'll never know that we already did it. Well, now Even though I think it's very clear. You know they can hear you. What?
2: How many Andes does this episode get?
1: (sighs) I think four. Three. Okay, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: And I'm only giving it three because I like the performances of Brent Spiner, Patrick Stewart. I Uh, like... uh, Gates McFadden, yeah, I agree with Marina all that. Sirtis is given that she uh, is sent flying around; S- she handles it. Sing, pretty well. talking. Where are you? Yeah. I mean, no one's going to pull that off. No. Um,
1: yeah, I love. I like the. Um, I like the other ship. All right. Uh, I like that it's scary, and it's effectively scary. I like. Um, I like Data's... Uh, da- that whole subplot with Data. And that they're re- using him perfectly. Um, I like uh, some of the figuring out stuff. Like the, uh, the engines on the other ship not operating um, at the beginning. Uh, and I like the solution. I like that it's not just a, a virus. I like that, that it's this telepathic blocking that's going on. I thought that was interesting. And it's people on the other side of a rift. I thought it was a, a, a good sci-fi plot. I think it doesn't really hold together as a progression of a sci-fi plot. Thematically, it seems a little bit muddy. And uh, and there's lots of crazy things in this episode <laughs> that are weird and not well-written. So, yeah, that's where I land on four.
0: There you go. Andy, it's time to see the trailer for next week's episode Identity Crisis. Here we go. Season four, episode... 18. An away team is vanishing one by one.
5: Whatever happened to the others is happening to me.
4: Susanna.
0: A deadly virus invades
4: the last survivors.
5: We've got to get that thing out of her now.
4: Its next victim, Geordie LaForge.
5: Uh, you may have weeks or very few hours.
4: Security.
2: We have an intruder coming. Come
4: metamorphosis <laughs> on the next exciting episode
0: of Star Trek The Next Generation. But not the episode of Metamorphosis, which was earlier this year.
1: See, I'm watching, I just watched this episode and then uh, if I'm at home at an original airing and then I see this, I'm like, what? That's another one of these? <laughs> Everyone's the what film. do you mean? We just watched a thing about it. everyone on ship was in danger of some virus and the thing is like it's slowly spreading and uh, and there's a clock running and Beverly's, you know, it's just like, yeah. I don't think that it's just trope. I tropes. think you'll find I in 73% I
0: like of yeah, I guess Star be. Trek episodes, there's a ticking clock. <laughs>
1: Definitely that thing with with uh, with Troy bolting
0: upright out of a sleep that had to have been done at least seven times. Oh, this. I'm sure they said, shot it once and just use yeah. it in every episode right. that they need it. <laughs> All right, Andy, it's time for us mm-hmm. to beam over to the United Federation to plan its president's circle, okay. Uh, where we will be reading the names of those patrons who have been kind enough to support this podcast for... uh, Do you want to say now what's coming at the end
1: of this, or do you want to do it then?
0: Oh, I'm going to actually say it at the beginning. I'm going to record a thing. Oh, okay, cool. But, you know, if you guys have forgotten, maybe you listen to this in three or five trips in your car. Maybe you don't live two hours from your house. You don't work two hours from your house. Uh, There will be uh, about... 20 minutes of uh, Star Trek Discovery talk regarding the Section 38 show. Uh, some of my thoughts and Andy's thoughts and uh, little spoilers of Star Trek Nemesis. And spoilers of Star Trek Discovery, so watch to the end of Season 1. Yeah, if you haven't watched the end of Season 1, it's spoiler Discovery talk regarding the Section 31 show. Uh, but Andy convinced me spoilers should be warned there should be an interplexing beacon (laughs) cordoned off uh so the people we've cordoned off to uh pass this president circle so have a listen to our wonderful patrons who are better uh listeners than you unless you want to become one of them then you're just as good as them uh everybody's a good person you get two free episodes a month listen to the discovery talk at the end of this episode if you're like i don't know if i like what matt says about discovery it's true but you want more of it yeah that's over in Patreon. There you Patreon go. circles. Here we go. I'm going to beam us into the President's Circle.
2: The United Federation of Planets President's Circle.
0: Well, Andy, Matt, it's so good to be here, in a. On a on a, on a font that, quite frankly, is too small for most humans to read. There but you, you and I is there anything you can are do? truly going to do it. Give you your own. I can do that. And we here beat. we go. Here's the shout-out to everybody. Uh, Jillian Randalls. Christine Palmer. Oh, Brett Jarrett. Thanks so much. Lieutenant Sean. Way hey, to go. Look, it's Josh Bald. Drew Parkinson. Uh, Robert Olson. The Kimbles Andrew Witzel Juan Duchesne It's getting real rainy in here Thank God Merrick Boosfield's around Mike Mann Lieutenant Mike Mann Thank you Derek Westover D, Andrew Burrow Anthony Rideout Lauren Gleason Lieutenant Kevin (laughs) 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 Lieutenant Kevin Tried to put a spin on it and I failed Uh, Tyler Rosewood Joe Furmanek Jason Sinclair Alex F Stevie Marie Nickel Mallory Duke Amber Rehack Alan L Doug Atkinson Lieutenant Jason The Quail Quailsburg <laughs> Patrick Benoit Lieutenant Mike Mark Mitchell Brian Gullett Lieutenant Paul Sharp Catherine Schumann Christopher Colbert Dan Kostelek uh, Andrew Ingram Angel Rivera III, Tish Wheeler, Daniel Perez, David Erickson, thank you, Ben Roach,
1: Andrew the Street Saint, uh, Srikanar, Chris Dybel. Paul Carl, Killiku, Charles Kidd, Elizabeth Simpson, President Mateo, Lieutenant Brian Hellman, Scott Gordon, Lieutenant Karen Van Hoff, and Veronica Wisely. Lastly,
0: I think we had a hail from him earlier. Kyle Gant. I just want to say, on a personal level, I recognize about half of these names from the Excellent Adventure Patreon. Oh, uh, you guys are too too nice, so generous. There's too many Matt Myra fans out there. There should really only be one, me. Mm. Uh, agreed. Thank you all so very very much for supporting the podcast, and I hope you enjoy spoiler-filled discovery talk coming right after Andy beams us to God knows where. Folks, disengage. But also, re-engage for some Star Trek discovery oh, yeah. spoiler talk. Don't, don't disagree. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have disengaged you guys. Well, here it is. That's Michelle and Michelle Yeo. Yeo. Uh, Bowie and Erica are going to be showrunning. They were uh, exec story editors in season one of Discovery and are now showrunning. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Uh, I've met them a couple times. I've enjoyed them. I enjoy their work. And uh, look, Section 31, here we go. I'm really excited about it. Do you even know what Section 31 is? I do.
1: How do you know that? I don't know if I've seen the episode. How do you know that? Or I like somebody, I think maybe a friend of mine might have said, you got to check this out because he knows that I would love something that spies in space. Yeah. And so I watched that episode,
0: but I don't remember anything about it. Do you it. remember what series it was? I, remember was anything it about anything? prior to DS9? No. Oh, well, then it must it have been DS9. Uh, for DS9. And I don't have it in my head. I don't love it. The premise of uh, Section 31 in Starfleet. Interesting you know conceptually I don't love the idea of it but it makes perfect sense and sure
1: but you're a a Bond fan how can you not love the two things you love most well
0: section 31 does some really shitty stuff Oh, see, that's why I like it. I like like, I like that goes pretty much against everything Starfleet regulations would ever stand for. I like that it's it's realistic, which and, is what I don't and love And dark,
1: about it. Uh, the way that the actual <laughs> <laughs> undercover agents, not undercover agents, intel uh, intelligence agents would be.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, it's like uh, I guess it makes sense that Michelle you Ye- you would
1: uh, be in charge of them.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Like, let's put the emperor from the mirror universe in charge. Can't say that. Spoiler alert. Let's put the. God, you gotta do something. What do I have to do? You gotta cut that or something. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Like, it's the worst. Conceptually, I think it's insanity. Um, I uh, I disagree. I think it's cool. Like, like do you think it's do you think it's really not insane for them to let's pretend we're in the real world? <laughs> let's pretend Star Trek's real for half a second.
1: Isn't that the stuff that we love? This That's is a why 20, we love-
0: This is a twenty-eight second pretending Star Trek's real.
1: That's what we love. Let's to- pretend
0: Star Trek's real. Okay. 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 Let's. Pre- I'm trying to even figure out how to oh. equate this correctly. Okay. I don't know why you're making a thing like. Let's you pretend. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna like the allegory. I guess would be yes. yes. <laughs> we go I'm uh, trying to figure out how to allegorize this properly. <laughs> World War Two has gone pretty bad. Okay. 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 Let's just be our we're in the prime timeline, Andy. Okay. Our history is how history panned out. Okay. Um But we'll say Churchill Churchill was killed. Okay. We jump to the Mirror Universe. Yeah. The Winston Churchill there is actually Adolf Hitler. Right. We bring that Churchill back and put that guy in charge of shit. Yeah, that's fair. That's okay. A,
1: that's a fair <laughs> real-world comparison. I mean, they, of course, <laughs> dance around that with the characters. And they're always kind of like... Which characters? Well, the Mirror Universe characters are never really... Like, they don't present them as like... That's an evil person.
0: I think they did, you even so? in this one particularly. Is she responsible for genocide? Oh, remember. mass genocide! Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She thinks all uh, species uh, besides humans are pitiful. Well, I know that, but she's responsible for. Oh yes, bringing the rest of the galaxy to its knees, killing everything in their in her wake. Yeah, that's that's a little tricky. Uh huh. Hey, come join Star Trek. <laughs> well, you had superior
1: knowledge as always about the um about the the universe and therefore it's cuz in my head, I definitely think if they're doing that show, what they're trying to play it as and it's and it's the way that I interpret it is like, oh, it's Michelle, it's the darker version of Michelle Yeoh, kind of like being kind of like, oh, she's a rapscallion, she'll do whatever. Uh-huh. And when you really break it down into the reality, it's like oh, she's worse than a rascal. Uh,
0: yeah, she's a bit. Of, I mean, she eats Saru's for breakfast. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know she enslaves races that she chooses to. She. But know. if
1: you were up against it, like you was like this problem is, is yeah, isn't this like the problem the, is the trade offs the problem
0: is that was how they solved the end of the it. problem is okay. Andy Secunda. All right, when they come back. And then they, the war is over. Mm-hmm. You're no longer up against it. You put, her, you put her in the brig or you bring her to Seti alpha five. Well,
1: maybe you know more about it, but I assume they have to do something that makes them up against it. In
0: what? Oh, yeah. in the pilot to uh, the Section 31 show?
1: Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe
0: prior to that. Maybe. I don't know. But she does kind of wander off at the end there. And you're like, they just let her go? That, yeah. I
1: mean, I hear you. But also they stopped a massive war. So and you definitely gotta know that in real life to bring it back to reality. Mm-hmm. Many terrible, your, terrible things. Uh, look at your Truman of it all in yeah, pursuit of, of look, the greater good. I get that. Or you could argue the the I get that the but rumor, I don't know if it was ever confirmed that FDR knew
0: about Pearl Harbor before it happened. Well, he had to get us into the war somehow. Well, there you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to star trek the next conversation
0: uh, but uh this is uh obviously more of a discussion for our patreon episodes where we talk about um you know star trek discovery i'm sure but right now i mean i i will i think i will uh keep talking about this for a brief bit and then say uh, i'll put a thing in it. So okay. This is a spoiler conversation for this many more minutes. That sounds good. Um so Yeah, I mean look, I think that they I think the the show's probably going to be great. I think I, I, those two writers are great. I think that um you're there's many many talented people. Michelle Yeoh's great. Sure, you know, co-star of the greatest Bond movie of Pierce Brosnan's generation. Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, <laughs> is that the one where he goes off the mountain in the beginning in the little plane? Yes, that's a great sequence. White Knight to White Rook. Yeah. No, you're thinking of you're actually thinking of Goldeneye. That is Goldeneye. That's yeah. the first one. Yeah. The other one is he's at a arms bazaar and he gets in a fighter jet to destroy some to fly some nuclear missiles back. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, lo- that's 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 Bond. <laughs> uh, but what I'm saying is like. Just like this is like the kind of uh, logic trap I fall into sometimes with Star Trek, okay? Uh, and it is a it's bothersome to me. I mean the whole that whole move to bring this Giorgio back, yes, which was again, it was um, super emotional Michael Burnham acting super emotionally. <laughs> You hate Super Emotional Michael Burnham? Well, Super Emotional Michael Burnham makes decisions it is cr- that are purely based on emotion. It is a crazy decision. And it not is. on logic. And it is interesting. Maybe we can justify it. And the humanity of it all, I suppose, is what wins out her humanity over her logical side. Maybe we can
1: justify it by the fact that uh, Michael Burnham has kept those emotions...
0: Locked away, sure. It comes out like uh, she's constantly with having on far,
1: yeah. yeah. And so then it's like once she's back with the human, she can't, she can't, can't maybe keep it, keep it under control. But
0: like that, that that moment in that series, I was like, okay, this is bananas. Yeah, this is like a decision I don't know that I would make. You bring, you bring, <laughs> you bring the fucking worst person in the mirror universe to our universe.
1: Yeah. I I definitely was, I was bothered by that on a subconscious level. I think I like Michelle Yao so much. Yao, you? I think it's you. I think I looked it up. Okay. Um, so much, and uh, I've been saying yo on I television. I think it's. I think I looked it up, and it's you. Um, whatever the case, <laughs> I like her so much that I was sort of like with Burnham, but it definitely is a crazy turn of events. Um, and you, uh, you know, it's very interesting your placement to me in this in this whole interaction because I I like discovery, and you would you you sort of in the Patreon pick it apart, and I'm just like yeah that's true. And usually on TNG we're in lockstep. I'm like oh yeah
0: that's well I think as more as I think as you absorb or if anything I'm more negative on TNG. I think as you absorb more and more Star Trek, Andy. Yeah, you'll start to come over to the mad side of things, which might be a thing you live in fear of. Uh, so you might be know. acting like you're intent forward with O'Brien here, where you just don't want to wait to become me.
1: I don't know that I'm not you on this sh- on this uh, show being TNG. Yeah, I think I am more of a fan, oddly, in Discovery Land, and I don't know what the distinction is.
0: Uh, the like distinction where is you don't have the canon in your head. That's the distinction. Uh-huh. You don't have that much Star Trek in your head, right? You know, could be. So you 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 can sort of, but you you can sort of enjoy it as from just a pure entertainment like space drama, which you're a Great though, space drama. You're arguing, and I've seen this argument
1: in the face group too, or, yeah. or debate. You're arguing that to be a
0: Star Trek fan is to reject the new things that don't fit into. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't reject Discovery. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that uh, there's a couple episodes of of the first season of Discovery. Uh, one in particular, which partially happens in the Mirror Universe. I think it's the Ted Sullivan episode from the back half where Saru delivers the Re- We Are Starfleet um, mm-hmm. speech, Yeah, which I think is, is just fucking fantastic. Yeah. That I think that episode, I think it. I think it's the Burnham crawling through the corridors, diehardy kind of thing. Love it. That's I think that's one of the best episodes of Trek. Yeah. And of discussion. Uh-huh. Like of all Trek. Right. So, you know, I give it its due. Mm-hmm. But my brain has problems processing some things, and the logic aspect of that move to bring <laughs> the Emperor. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> let's bring someone who's uh
1: Oh, wait a minute. Wasn't the wasn't the main motivation
0: to stop the war? No, hers was not. Oh, it wasn't. No. It wasn't like a plan I'll stop the war by bringing her here. Oh, I thought that was the motivation. No. Oh, yeah, that's that's tough then. No.
1: Why don't they just load that into it before she brings her over?
0: Uh-huh. Ugh. But also, you know the other aspect of it is like you have yourself a uh, Merry Little Christmas <laughs> Mirror Little Christmas Mirror Little Christmas
1: uh, uh, that had to be a title uh, for something uh, some, some, some non-canon some comic book or something
0: crap. where they have Christmas in uh, the mirror universe but uh, <laughs> sorry, everyone takes steals something from someone instead of giving them things yeah it's backwards we it's did it. The Grinch is Santa Claus. Um, but yeah, universe. it's like the the, the the crazy thing about it. The Grinch is mirror universe Santa. That's true, Andy. It's almost, almost writes itself. Um, coming soon to CBS All Access. Have a mirror Christmas. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take that job. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm sort of, I've sort of lost my whole, but yeah, but the, it is just so, Bananas. To steal a phrase from Maurice Hurley, you're bringing the great cuckoo bird of the galaxy in. Yeah. <laughs> to the Prime Universe. Right. And you're. The part at the end where they're like, bye, have fun. <laughs> it's like way crazier than Kirk marooning fucking Khan on SETI Alpha 6. Can 5, you- 6, whatever. In the original episode,
1: yes, now that's not even negative. He's doing it in a
0: well. He's and like he's giving him a planet. Yeah, here is the best thing we can do for you. Here, yeah. take this planet. And Khan is on board, but it's kind of like this. It's also the thing of like this guy's pretty dangerous. Kind of wants to take over everything. Should we just let him go on a planet and leave? That's Yeah, fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that seems like a good idea. Yeah, and also the thing with Michelle Yeoh is like we've just brought over. The Emperor, who... who the, we, we have a person who has destroyed the Klingon Empire, yeah. the Romulan Empire, the Andorians, everyone, yeah. but humanity. And we're just going to let her loose in the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah. And now we're going to let her head up a special division of fucking Starfleet? <laughs> Maybe they'll discover...
1: That a lot of that was fake news, Matt. <laughs> oh. Andy, now I'm back on board. Maybe she just said she did all that stuff, uh, you know, so that people would be terrified of her in the mirror universe. And in fact, she's actually a pretty decent, okay person with a couple of questionable I guess that I issues. guess
0: that brings the, the, the whole uh, philosophical debate, right? About what? What makes the person? hmm The DNA? Mm-hmm.
1: Or The Upbringing It's an interesting question of
0: It was answered in Nemesis Oh I'm... Come on I don't think I've seen Nemesis A clone of Captain Picard Versus I, Picard I don't want to hear it Yeah well Stop it Why did you do that? <laughs> Tom Hardy plays A clone of Captain I don't want to hear it I don't care It's like The movie's been out For 20 years I can't You are in an ornery mood You're well, hurling spoilers uh, 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 Intentionally uh, uh, at me I'm just uh, You know it's just the, the it's like, I'm I, I'd like to see how they write this. Yeah, what are we what are we saying here conceptually? Is what I want to know. I want to what are we saying about this person that is the emperor of the mirror universe? I guess we'll find. How that. will she fit into our universe? I think the idea that will they constantly be like. Well, they constantly turn around, and she's trying to enslave a planet, and that's how it ends. Every it's like the cold open. (laughs) Their cold open every week is, Georgio, don't enslave that planet. That is, and she's like, oh, sorry, I thought was in my universe. Is
1: always going to be unhappy with her position. But (laughs) I think the essential idea that was in my head before we start this conversation of, I don't mind someone that's a main character with a flexible morality who is trying to
0: do a larger good thing. But she has no reason to do a larger good thing. Well, that's where you get into her a drive weird is not area, Maybe they'll drive come on some thing. Yeah, maybe they'll like replay just all the light, of the short show's logs for Matt. her, and she'll come to realize that she could have been a different person.
1: Matt, maybe she's light sensitive,
0: and the darkness in the mirror
1: universe, you know, just made her so depressed that uh, she became a, a, an asshole. Also, like,
0: put some fucking sunglasses on.
1: Oh Wait, was it too bright? They couldn't handle it? They what couldn't was the handle deal? adjustments to light. Right, they couldn't handle <laughs> adjustments to light. So they were genetically different.
0: Yeah. Oh, interesting. But exactly the same. Yeah. Hmm. The mirror universe. What a conundrum. <laughs> Shall we get back to the regular right episode? <laughs> back to TNG, everybody. It's now 25 minutes in. Thank you, everyone. The spoilers are over. You threw a lot of spoilers at me. It was really mean. And if you want to hear some of those spoilers, head back and listen. I recommend you don't. <laughs> All right, Andy. I think they handled that nicely. They, they listened did, but... for that whole spoiler discussion. Probably stuck around for some of it. Yeah. But uh, I know the completest in you, the man who would <laughs> I was not. just
1: thinking that. The
0: man who would not allow the Instagram to go out of order. It's true. Would probably truly want to actually end the podcast. So I, I brought us back aboard. And we can now officially beam out. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome.
1: Disengage...